Welcome back to Talking Gaming and Tech Podcast here again on a lovely Wednesday evening on the 26th of August. If you're joining us live, we thank you for joining us live. Obviously, you know we're going to get into some Call of Duty breaking news that happened this morning. If you were part of that live event, I'm sure you had a lot of fun about the reveal and what they're what they're doing and what's going to be added and how it's going to be added and all that fun stuff. Um, also going to get into the, I guess, first trailer to... Uh, Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League. Um, this looks pretty interesting. Um, and on like a bigger, a lot bigger of a note, we're going to get really into uh, Microsoft Xbox Series X, the new Halo, and whether it's going to be on multiple platforms, whether the downscaling is good, bad, and different. Oh, it's it's going to be a ride. So prepare for it. On the other half of the podcast, we're going to get into the whole controversy going on uh, between Fortnite and Epic and Apple, Google, Unreal Engine, and how the fate of the Unreal Engine is kind of in the air right now um, because of this, because it's pretty scary, like pretty crazy. Um, then we're going to get into actually near the end, we're going to do a big discussion about obviously the new Batman trailer dropped. Zack Snyder. Also, we're going to get into the whole trailer with the new Justice League. Um, and how it's going to be like four and a half hours long or something. It's crazy. So we're getting into that. And obviously, we're going to reiterate, it's going to be a short topic because I covered a lot of this before about Neuralink, but we're covering a short bit because they're going to be doing a testing on of Neuralink very soon. So, okay. So what the heck has everybody been doing since last week? What the heck we? Uh, well, <clears throat> I beat Breath of the Wild again. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out how to get the uh, the modded one for the PC. I haven't I haven't quite done that yet, sadly. I uh, I really I want to get it done. I want to try it because it looks fun, but yeah. you have to do it. Um, other than that, I've been playing. Uh, what did I just pick up? Oh, like I said, I've been playing a lot of Neon Abyss. If nobody's played that game before, man, it is. Oh man, it's such a good roguelike. Like I I can't stress it enough. It is so much flipping fun. It's just infuriatingly difficult. Well, than that, just been working a lot, and that's really it. Working a lot. I got a week off from school, so that's kind of sweet, but working a lot. How about you guys? <sighs> I just got, like, the worst news. That is, like, first world problem news, but worst news. <laughs> <laughs> the Let me guess. Sony and Microsoft emerging. So the shit <laughs> oh, known, my God. The shithole known as Netflix has canceled Altered Carbon. So, I'm glad I don't pay for your shitty service anymore. Oh, well. I'm gonna keep with your shitty shows that no one ever watches, but the ones with high streamer rates are gonna get canceled because people find well, them offensive. Well, um, I'll get into that on the second half of the podcast why that is actually. You um, asked me but... what I was doing. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway, they canceled it because they don't have any vision on good shows. Is that anyway? Yeah. Well, I'll, other I'll, that, uh, I've been playing some PUBG. Um. And some random RPGs and a lot of divinity work on the campaign. Nice. I'm like halfway through the maps for the second chapter. 
I haven't set anything else up because I won't know how to balance until after we play a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Other than that, nothing really. Sweet. Damn it, man. I really like Dalton Carbon. I've been uh, paying bills. <laughs> I, uh, don't you not to let Bill in your house? Well, I just changed my uh, car insurance. I switched from Progressive to Geico and saved more than 15%. <laughs> <laughs> this, this stream is not sponsored, by the way, folks. I, I went from 115 a month to $68 a month. Holy Full shit. Full coverage. So, Damn. yeah. Woo. Um, other than that, I've, uh, I haven't been doing much playing guitar. I've saved that bit. I bet you'd save more of these shirts. Uh, one step at a time. <laughs> because I went from Geico to e-shirts. So. Yeah, I don't want to get emails from them, too. <laughs> but no, $68 yeah, that's, that's is That's the worst part. $68 is great. So. That's awesome. That is all. I'm... Yeah, that's it. No games. I've been, play... I've been playing catch with a baseball, a real baseball and a real glove. Yeah, that's fine. I see it. <laughs> I went to the beach. I went to the beach the other day. Hell yeah. Oh. It's this thing where there's uh, water and you swim and enjoy the, the scenery. It's better at night. Yes. Not when you can't see shit. Also true. This is the thing. I try to avoid public places now because you never know when some stupid shit's going to blow up. <laughs> also true. Given anyway. the entire state of the world. Anyway. Oh. So. Obviously, been playing like Warzone with these guys and whatnot. Um, about well, we're going to play PUBG the other night. We are going to get back into playing some more PUBG uh, fairly soon. And of course, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of Call of Duty in a minute. Obviously, I've been messing around with the Zelda Breath of the Wild mods, just messing around. Um, broke the game a few times where it completely froze, but that's just normal when you're adding mods because <laughs> that just happens. Um. Uh, the one bigger I say change to my gaming setup actually here is I actually got rid of my absolutely giant desk. Um. The reason one why is because like I like I got frustrated with the fact that how dusty like a giant desk like that actually gets, and like dust like gathers behind it and shit just kind of bugs me. Up the dust. Oh, uh, bugs the hell out of me. Well, no, it's just not impossible. It's a huge desk that you gotta like move and oh, oh my god, it was a pain in the ass. So, <laughs> um, just a lot more minimalist, and I have a lot of just crap around the desk that I need to get rid of. Like, like a lot, like it's weird. Like, I the basic model app you'll use is like if you haven't used it in a year, throw it away. Um, which is actually really kind of a good thing. Like, are you really going to use it if you haven't used it in a year? That's like a Marie Kondo kind of thing. I love it. Um, it's kind of useless. Um, just less clutter. <laughs> uh, that's just me, though. Um, but I do have to say, I was playing actually Call of Duty this morning. Um, I killed a hacker twice. Nice. And the, the reason why I know is because I ran up on him and killed him first to begin with. Um, and I saw his, like, obviously he had a loadout. Um, and I saw his tag. I knew who he was. And then I grabbed a lot of his shit. And then it was like, Enemy drop again. I was like, oh, this guy just got through the gulag. He's dropping back on me. Okay, I'll kill him in like two seconds. Because all I'll have is a goddamn handgun. I shot and killed him, and an entire loadout dropped again. I was like, what the hell? See, this guy just, this guy just dropped you, with his entire loadout. Uh, the problem is, I, I want to believe you, but you killing two people just oh. makes the whole thing harder to believe. 
<laughs> it was pretty funny because he thought he could just drop on me and then like where it, it, the circle was ending, like the last circle was right at the airport. And it's a fairly open area, so I could just look out from where I was and go, oh, he's dropping right there. And just shot him out of the sky. Um, and But I was just like, holy crap. So he did have a hat going with, he came with a full loadout. That's, that's what it is. Um, yeah, but I thought I thought that game didn't have hackers. At least that's what their fan base claims. Well, that that game is like amazing and doesn't have any hackers at all. Yeah. Oh, and it was yeah, just short bit of news that we're not going to cover actually. So they did an update. Okay, so the biggest tur- well, the last big tournament for season five is happening. I think Friday. I believe it's Friday. Um, and they made a very minor change to the MP5. And the pros picked up on it with literally like five minutes after the update. And they literally changed something by like five pixels and people picked up on it. That's how much these like pro players have been playing the game. Immediately they loaded up, grabbed their MP5 and went, wait a second, this is different. And all they do is have like a five pixel zoom in for the aim down sight when you attach a certain like stock to it. And they fucking noticed right away. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) And they, 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 they berated like them on Twitter right away. Like all the other pros picked up on it too right away. And they said they're gonna change it back. <laughs> I was like, wow. How the hell did they pick up that fast? But I guess when you play a game for like eight hours or twelve hours a day with the same exact weapon, you'll notice the minus little littlest detail. Right. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So just found that kind of interesting. Anyway, so let's get into this first news. So uh Black Ops Coldware trailer reveals um Coldware? Coldware. That's cold the wear. laziest name I've ever goddamn heard. The cold wear. Anyway, November 13th. Uh, we talked about last week how uh, the trailer, we decoded the trailer and watched the first trailer to um, this game. And obviously, it, the entire game is going to be about hunting down Perseus um, from 1981 and on. There's going to be flashbacks to Vietnam, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, sweet. Um, the actual trailer was, I was surprised how controversial actually the real trailer was. Uh, pointing out like how Vietnam was nothing but a farce and a lead up to a Cold War. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, so controversial that they had to edit out the Tiananmen Square thing because it pissed off the Chinese government. But they kept the propaganda about the Vietnam War. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's side point. But I found that I was like, wow, holy crap, they kept that in. Um, but holy crap, it doesn't take balls to shit on the American government, but be but bow down to the Chinese government. Anyway, like, it doesn't take any balls to do that. It's just hypocritical. Anyway, that is not the point of the podcast. <laughs> anyway, so no, but uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna defend Activision because they t- they stuck it to to America about the Vietnam War, I'm gonna ask you to at least point out that they're bending over backwards to China over okay. the China square footage. It's both. It's it's not cool. anyway. Anyway, so one it's really fair. cool thing. Anyway, so one of the really cool things is like I was really impressed with like I mean it's obviously not super like crazy, but it's. To a point where most PCs can render it. The Ronald Reagan like CGI was like, holy crap. Yeah. Like, you're gonna have cool Ronald- it was all done on a PS5. That's what makes it even better. Like it really shows, and this is goes into a whole other conversation. Like it shows like how far the graphics have gone. Like my computer, yeah, it looks sexy. I've got a 2080 Ti and it looks wonderful. But looking at just on a console. Where it looks like a man, I, I, it is, it was a really cool trailer. I dug it. I dug it. I dug it. Dug it. Yeah. I can talk today. I swear. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and like uh, the fact that it's gonna, they said it will take, it'll take place like literally right after the first Black Ops game. Um, just follow right along with a lot of the same pl- characters and players, which is gonna be really, really cool. Um, the multiplayer component is it's gonna be it's featuring obviously a new zombie mode. Um, surprise, surprise. They're gonna keep cross platform going on, which is obviously kind of standard at this point. Well, be, it's, I think it's it's also cl- cross platform and cross gen. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. So you'll be able to play it with everybody, basically. Uh, um, yeah. So that yeah, obviously you have a bigger fan base, allow lobbies to populate a lot easier with big cross platforming, um, and whatnot. And we didn't see multiplayer yet completely. All we saw was a very small snippet, um, at the very very end of multiplayer. But we do know that they are bringing back uh, skill-based uh, matchmaking. Yes. I think there's going to be a bigger Which, multiplayer reveal. Last like thing September I knew, that didn't I exist. I don't know. Well, no, no, no. That's still, no, that's still no, a that's thing. No, no, that's fake. No, no. That, no. <laughs> that's that's still every, a thing to say. Every time I play with you guys, I get my asses handed me. I just don't understand. <laughs> and, and the same goes. Like I play Rocket League with my brother, and um, in threes, we're Rising Star. But in duos, we are, I believe, gold rank two. But we're always put up against rising stars or better all mm-hmm. the time. And it's supposed to be fair matchmaking. Mm-hmm. So I believe it. Yeah, there, there's yeah. definitely skill based. Oh, no, that's still a thing. It's still yeah. going on. Um, but they are supposedly, I guess, how you set up your profile for the story mode. Um, it will affect the gameplay in multiple different ways and how the story actually takes place and what happens. And they, I guess they didn't say how many endings, but they said there are more than two endings to the game. Yes. Yeah, because um, it's like you can select what your your like attitude or something like that. Yeah. They even have like gender neutral pronouns and whatnot too. You can choose. They did uh, say there's, that there's a they lot did say of they don't want it change. political. It's not going to be political. Yeah. But that's it's, wild. Uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty neat. Like. I was just crazy the fact that they have, I'm still just impressed with that. We're going to bring back Ronald Reagan. Enjoy K. Well, they did JFK in Black Ops 1. They no, did. I know, I know, I know. Um, but he was a little more cartoony. Yeah, he was. Well, the, the capability wasn't there yet. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> um, and I like the fact, like, it looks like, I don't even know what this mode is, though. At the very end, it's clearly multiplayer, the very last end of it, that's showing multiplayer. But it looks like something out of like freaking Mad Max or something. Well, it, it, well, the, my thing is like the the buggies they're driving didn't. I don't. I don't know if they existed back then. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not quite sure what that's all about. No, those those buggies those buggies are from 100 accurate with that. No, the buggies are actually from the 80s. Actually, if you look at uh, what they are, they actually. I was watching a whole other video breakdown of it. Oh, okay. They're from they're from like the early 80s. Those buggies. Um. But the whole scene looks like something from Mad Max. You'll freaking ripping through a desert, shooting at each other with all in buggies yeah, and shit. Cool. Uh, I was like, what the? Is it some kind of a match where you're constantly, or is that just like, I don't know, some other mode that we're not going to, or some other kind of ground war mode? Camera angles, Nate. It's probably um, just a war mode with creative camera angles to show you what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can set up anything to make anything look cool in a battle just by moving cameras around and such. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, unless they're trying to make a bigger, like a more open map, because that's the biggest problem 
I have with uh, Warzone. As much as the map is cool, it's also annoying that 95% of it is freaking corridor shooting. See, like, I like... I like more open maps. Yeah, I, I like open. I like that that because all of the other battle royals aren't. It's just open and you gotta snipe everybody. Versus the this map, uh, Warzone, you you gotta hide and you gotta look around corners and shit. That's not what anybody does though, because of the speed of the game, people just run around. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the close quarters doesn't really lend to tactical movement at all. You have to have a healthy balance. A healthy balance leads to, like, okay, we're going to rush up on these people. Oh, there's a spot here, though. We're going to be out in the open for a good 10 seconds. But in that game, it's very rare that that happens. So the, the best tactic is always to just rush people unless you're in the very last circle or, like, you have circle control. Right. The best tactic is usually just sprint up and get close to people, which is why you see every game we play, we see a team, and then about 15 seconds later, that team is in our face because none of them are trying to snipe. They're just trying mm. to get in our face. Yeah. So another important thing that's actually happened with Treyarch is not building a sequel to its own Battle Royale game, Blackout, but instead incorporating elements from Cold War into Warzone, uh, like, Modern War like Modern Warfare before it. Uh, Cold War will feature shared progression uh, with Warzone. There will be an inventory of items that can be used in both games. Activision also stressed that existing Warzone players will get to keep all of their existing content and everything they've paid for in Modern Warfare, including operators and blueprints, uh, to be used in Cold War. Almost, almost they were banned. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Uh, which is unprecedented for... So it's weird, because remember, like I was saying before, I was like, I, would, I was hoping they would just, like, not make a Call of Duty and just continue on with updating like Modern Warfare. They they are and they aren't. They are doing that. They're keeping Warzone going and not updating, which is a smart thing because it's a good platform. It works. Let it play on. Just deal with hackers. Um, Except and, um, the, the systems that need to be changed, like the armor system. Um, so it's fairly working well. Don't I mean don't try to fix something that's not broke. <laughs> Um, so let it play on, which is a really smart thing. Um, and people that obviously people that play Warzone are getting a new map, which is going to be really cool. We don't know exactly when that new map's going to drop, whether that's going to be season six, most likely season six, but we don't know. Exactly. Hey, though, because like it runs smoothly, but even we have talked about it before. The cars are shit. They need a whole new driving system. The armor system's not very good. Um, I would say the recoil system in general is not very good people jumping over buildings and shooting while they're jumping over and not really lose any accuracy stuff like that so there are things that they could adjust and rebuild it to say that it's smart to just leave it because it works i don't think it works it's just it's better than most well yeah especially well, their my... armor system like well, their armor system is goddamn terrible in that game and it well, was terrible the one before that too well, I'm going by the fact I fairly enjoy playing the game. I don't get crazy frustrated with it. Um, and if I want to just pop in and play a game like one or two times, like real quick in a couple, like in a 20 minutes, man, I can have some fun. Um, you know what I mean? And get off yeah, the game. That, that also gives them a free pass not to fix problems. I think we, I think we could all agree the armor system needs a complete rework. The idea that you put chest plates on and it protects your head makes no sense to me. There should be a helmet in there instead of just chest plate armor. 
Yeah, like, but no, there's, there's, not, I three... there's not many battle royals that even do that, though. Yeah, but the, those battle royals have an armor system where if you shoot someone in the head, they just drop. Or it's a shield. Like, like um, Apex is a shield. So, of course, it's going to protect your whole body. But you're putting your armor into your chest and then taking shots in the head and it's reducing the armor in your chest. Which makes no sense to me. Yeah, no, I know. Like, if anything, if anything, make it a full suit of armor so that when you, you're you're re like a repair animation, you're repairing the armor. You're not just putting on sheets of armor into your chest and then take a bullet to the head. It reduces the armor in your chest. It just that just doesn't make sense to me. Matching numbers. Well, it you actually you you really don't actually. Um, most high powered rifles will kill you in one to two shots, even with full armor. Like this one right here. Yes, but the point is when you shoot yes. them in the head, <laughs> when you shoot them in the head, it still reduces the armor in the chest. No, all the high-powered rifles now, it's most of them, all the sniper rifles are one shot in the head no matter where you are. Dude, um, I'm not, dude what, do you, what, what do you mean high-powered? You don't need a high-powered rifle to shoot someone in the head and kill them in one hit. We had this discussion about it like two weeks ago when I explained to you that the idea that if I shoot someone in the face with like a handgun and their armor protects them is ridiculous. No, I know what I'm saying, though. It really doesn't actually in Call of Duty. It doesn't actually... It does, actually... because I've shot people in the head with a handgun and not killed them in one or two hits. Okay, well, that's just bad luck. But anyway, from what I'm telling you, from what I know how the game is designed, um, there's actually almost no protection for your head in actually the game. Um, except from what... when you're not shooting. Except when you hit them in the head and then the armor thing shows up on the screen. Yes, it, happen mm. it happens multiple times. He's he's literally, no. He's no, I know. literally trying to pretend it doesn't exist. But no, everybody but like, who has played it, including you, Bazinga, know that you shoot people in the face and that goddamn armor thing pops up unless you're using a sniper rifle. And even when that happens, if I snipe you in the head and it doesn't kill you, it still drops your armor and health down to like one hit left, mm -hmm. which means it's still damaging your armor, which is my point. If, it, if, it's not, if you're not wearing a helmet, then getting hit in the head, if it doesn't kill you, shouldn't affect your body armor at well, all. Well, that's because you can actually clearly see they actually took like their armor system, like from Apex, like it is almost exactly like Apex. It, if it works the same way, it affects the game the same way. Yeah, um, but Apex players... has helmets. Oh, no, and Apex is shields. Apex is body shields and body uh, helmet shields. Yeah, that's why but... it works. Like you can't. I'm not saying it's bad, but you cannot sit here and defend that if I shoot someone in the head, it destroys their armor too. Like if no, I take but, a um, saying, well, I think just the armor is just a, a general thing. It it covers the whole yeah. body. Yeah, like I'm saying, it's actually what you see on the screen is actually him just putting plates in his chest, but it's actually like a virtual shield that's being put over your body. Yeah, kind of oh, like but, any other shooter. Oh okay. yeah, a revive thing. The, okay, the plates you, are just a visual. You, take, you have proved my point. That's something they can fix. They don't need to. Yes, they do because it looks ridiculous. Oh my god. <laughs> It literally looks ridiculous. Yeah, but that's aesthetic, and that's a matter of someone's opinion. If it just works, it works. It doesn't just work, though, because then you find yourself shooting someone in the head and reducing their armor, and you go, wait, Yeah, what? but that's always been like a Call of Duty thing to begin with. Like, I don't know, where if you play Battlefield, I'm going to use Battlefield again, because you use like a Car 98, shoot somebody in the head, it doesn't matter how far away, they're going to die. One shot, they're going to die. But if you shoot them with like a... I don't know a Mauser or something like that, like a or a, um, a Ruger, like a nine millimeter. Mm. Yeah, it's not really going to do much. Even though in reality, yeah, probably it's going to kill you. I mean, no, oh, yeah. Think about it, 
Yeah. Like, fine, this argument can be applied to anything too. Like, and that's true. Like, you know, playing Slay the Spire. So playing Slay the Spire, that's another huge game that I play. I absolutely love the game. It's a card game dungeon crawler. And you get shields, like, you know, armor, block, if you will, which adds to your hit points temporarily. And, you know, a lot of streamers call that, they add that to their hit points. Like, oh, hey, you know, even though I really only have 70 hit points left, but hey, I have 30 block. So I've got 100 hit points. So I can go ahead and take 100 points of damage. Same goes. I mean, don't, don't they have what... that in some MMOs too? If you're like a tank, yeah, like, yeah. My my yeah. army my argument would be that these are new systems and a new gen. I would hope that the company that makes money hand over fist would be the ones to be like, all right, you know what? Let's let's rework our armor system. Do something sweet. If they if you're not wearing if it's not covering your head, then getting hit in the head. If you're lucky enough not to die from it, you don't lose your and body. That's the thing. Yeah, like that's, that's what picking. No, but that's that what I like so much cool. about. Tar- it'd, be a new, it'd be an advancement in the system. So that's what I like so much about Tarkov. But, so where like Tarkov, you can go ahead and pick up a motorcycle helmet, and the motorcycle helmet will protect you from like a twenty-two, yeah, a nine millimeter maybe. Um, but if you get shot with a forty-five ACP, or if you get shot with like you know um, a three hundred blackout, something like that, it's going to kill you. It, it doesn't matter if it's a rather Ex- excellent. I'm just saying, like you make the money. Come on, push this genre forward. People That'd will be follow because cool. they love Call of Duty. So push the genre forward, and people will follow. But it would be cool boss. if you could do that. If you get various types of armor pieces, that would be sweet. Like that would make the game Same a with the lot of fun. I don't think it's fair that someone finds one orange crate, picks up the same gun I have, but it comes with every attachment possible. So they're easily going to win the fight with me because they they got lucky and found that one crate. I like the idea of gathering attachments. So it's not all based on one lucky drop. But that's where they... Yeah, but Call of Duty doesn't have actually a system in place really at all. It's not even for a system. It's just the fact that they don't need to. What they're doing is just It's kind of the old adage, don't don't fix what's not broken. But that's the thing. That is broken because it's been like this for like 15 years. Even though it's a new new mode, this style has been like... Dude, it's not an opinion. Grow, change, grow the industry, grow the fa- the the. See, this the is where you, you you are so like stuck on that side because Call of Duty has grown a lot. They changed a lot. Every time they make a change, they get yelled at. Oh, it's the worst <laughs> game they made. Why would the fuck do we have the them balls doing that? to not argue? To have the balls to argue with your fans? Because like, oh yeah, a lot of people changed. a lot of people didn't like it, but you know the whole thing when they were running down the walls and stuff like that. I thought it was cool. Wasn't that was the only that, that was not my cup of exactly. A lot of people yeah, got that's mad the at. Only thing Call of Duty has changed. That's my yeah. point. As yeah. a as an industry leader, you should be trying to evolve the, the the industry. It would be dope. Imagine if Call of Duty kept playing as smooth as it does, but it added this type of shit to improve the gameplay instead of spitting the same gameplay out every time with a different wrapper on it. Yeah, but there's it, Call of Duty is like an arcade based shooter. They're not trying to be an RPG based shooter. You know where you, you don't have, have to be little... complicated. Comp- Dude, you sound like Ben here. You don't have. Well, to no, it's just like everything you're saying makes the game more complicated, and they don't need to. There's no having two to. sets of armor is not that complicated. There are, hey, yeah, I'm, pick I'm a talking about everything else. I'm talking about everything else though. Like people just want to play the game. I'm sure the percentage of casual game players for Call of Duty are a lot higher than like the pros. So. They don't want to have to. Oh crap! I gotta make sure I add this onto this and do this and this in the middle of a gunfight. They just want to pick a gun and kill. Evolving the genre wouldn't hurt. They but they have. 
It's just they have not well, no Call of Duty has not evolved the genre. Right. Like, well, we'll have a, we'll have a real well, debate about it because I'll get some facts. I beg to differ. <laughs> no, they okay. made it run well, smoother because they this engine is great. They haven't evolved uh, any of the genre. All right. Well, we can go back and forth because we both. That's have why opinions. I said we gotta have a real conversation about it. Well, we, we both have opinions on it. We're gonna talk in circles because we like you agree it's not, and we agree it's good. So that's <laughs> what it is. We um, just don't have the time to get into it right now. Um. So. <laughs> I'm personally happy with it. I'm glad with it, but we'll see what happens when it's released. Um, so there's a trailer to the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Uh, so. I find it weird how they're releasing this trailer to what is it? It doesn't not supposed to be slated to what 2022 or something mental. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That's kind of like such a long shot to deploy a trailer. No, I mean, or am I totally wrong? I mean, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's but, because no, of COVID. Um, one yeah, so? that is that is ridiculous. They're trying. I think they're trying to increase their their market value because someone was trying to buy them out a while ago. Oh, brothers. So they're they're probably playing the system like that. Plus, my, they, they my did just announce the movie too. My confusion right. would actually be: Why the hell are they doing a Kill the Justice League thing instead of a Justice League game? I would expect Justice League is way more popular than that game. I don't understand why they're bothering with a Suicide Squad game first. Yeah, I don't know. maybe it's like one of those change of pace kind of things. Like expect the unexpected. So I would, um, I would actually think because of when they announced it two years out at least, right? Right. Yeah, yeah it's not slated okay. until twenty twenty two. It's wild. I would expect it's more along the lines of they're worried if they do a Justice League game, they're going to get backlash as if they support like Law and Order and stuff with what's going on right now. Oh, and that probably trying to avoid. Sense. In fact, I would expect that it was probably a Justice League game, and they realized they could swap a lot of the assets over and turn it into a Suicide Squad game instead. Well, that's how like City of Heroes was made. So they had City of Heroes, and then they had another expansion, City of Villains. Literally the same damn game. Play the same, but you were a villain yep. instead of a hero. Now, mind you, that game is... I still play that to this day. Every once, every once in a while, City of Heroes is wonderful Dude, it's got it, a free server and everything i'd love it, to play that shit it is it does have a free server but it's so cryptic and difficult i can help you get onto it oh no but, i'm honest oh, I, it's I believe so I good deleted the install but i ha i have access to that server it's not oh, hard man, to get it, anymore it's very it's, easy to get on is now. it really easy i don't know i've had it for a while well, but oh killed, my lord it's so good though. yeah it's, it's yeah they killed crazy. the original what, what i find funny is so this uh this game is made by Rocksteady, the people who made mm -hmm. the, Ar the Arkham series. Yep. All right. But they just announced another game. What was the other one? With the su uh, superheroes, but it's not based on the Arkham series? I'm not sure. Grim and I were, we were talking about Grimm. last week. Yeah. Um, the other Batman game. I don't know what. Oh, Bat like Gotham Knights or something. Yeah, Gotham Knights. That's it, right. Dude, yeah. It, it, again, this is why this. I know it's a like a, a psycho theory thing, like a like a conspiracy theory. But they announced another game. What's this other one? You're playing as vigilantes, and the, the main bad guys in it are bad cops. What's this? The, the Gotham Knight thing. You're uh, going to be up against bad cops and such. So I'm I'm sitting there looking at this, and I'm like. Dude, this sounds like someone someone was like, let's capitalize on all this unrest. Yeah. And they um, launched these games real far out that aren't coming out. They're probably not coming out in 2002 or whatever either. Like, 2000. I hope they're not coming out in 2002. No. Man, that was my 18 point, years ago, dog. Is, they, they said it was, <laughs> but I'm sure they're probably going to delay it. 
<sighs> Maybe. I, I, I almost wonder if that's like why they put this trailer so far out. Yeah. Because Where it's like, oh, hey, it. you got, they're probably going to forget about it. So let's just give them a little teaser. Let's get their, you know, their lips wet here for a little bit and. Maybe they'll forget about it because we're really not that important. I uh, feel like one of Rose is trying to capitalize on all the all the negative stuff that's going on right now. As are a lot of companies, dude. That's yeah. just mm-hmm. it, it's a shitty thing, but it, it's the God's honest truth. Yeah, that's yeah. In general, those investors. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, but also, people like playing. I mean, like for instance, I don't know if you guys help study like the trends within like, um, like movies and books and stuff like now. Um, the age of like the anti-hero is very huge right now, like in a lot of like yeah, media. They, let, um, the thing about Suicide Squad for people to understand, they're not anti-hero. They're no, but they no, but they also like villains too. Villains are more on the rise of like likability than heroes. Except um, so. for the fact that Justice League is still way bigger than that comic ever has been, even now. No, no, well, I'm just I'm, is big. But Grim, that's not my point. My point is just trends of people. What people are actually in like invested what they're actually paying attention to right now and what they're picking up as far as like books and media goes well that's what i'm saying it's still justice league over that game that's why it's odd that they're doing that because suicide squad is not that big it's like a fraction of the size of justice league so i don't understand why they're like all right we're making a game we can kill the justice league unless they're trying to capitalize on the unrest with a game that will appeal to teenagers that are running around acting like fools well, I, the whole thing with the whole Justice League getting killed—they're all—they're all brainwashed or something. So I think it's yeah. like Brainiac or something. Yeah, that's why it's an anti-hero game. Like, but yeah. yeah anyway. Um, okay, so let's get into all this crazy Xbox and Microsoft news. We got four topics here, um, which are kind of some meld together, some doesn't. Um, but start off with Microsoft Mysterious and uh, Initiative Studio hires Crystal Dynamic. Bungie alumni. Sorry, I, I, I laugh at this one. This one is so funny, and this one is not because of Microsoft. It's just because of the the marketing ploy. I don't know. I think it's kind of nifty because didn't they they hired on what Christine Thompson as well, right? Well, yeah. I'm not laughing at the hire. I'm not laughing at the hire. I'm laughing at the other part of of this whole initiative thing. Oh, uh, because I mean, I'm kind of excited because you know, Destiny One was a fantastic game, in my opinion. And it really received a lot of flack because of the way the game played. And then they did a couple updates. It got flack. And they did a couple more updates that, oh, my God, this game is amazing. As did Destiny 2. And now Destiny 2 is still hugely played. Yeah. I still play the damn game. Um, I, granted, my, uh, my Warlock and my Titan are both completely maxed out. I've done every raid. I've literally done everything I could possibly do in that bloody game. And I still play because it's a blast. And it never used to be that way. And um, a lot, I'm, I don't know. What is it? It's, um, what the hell? I, I don't remember the dude's name, but he helped rework Destiny completely. I don't, I don't remember the guy's name. But I know Christine Thompson had a lot to do with it, too. Because she was like a writer, I think, for Bungie mm-hmm. or something. I don't quite remember. But I don't know. I think this is a pretty good um, ace in the sleeve, in my oh, opinion. It's an excellent hire. It is, for sure. Now, I'll give you the reason why I'm laughing. It's not the hire. It's not because it's Microsoft. It's because they're trying to market the initiatives game that they're making as a 4A title. Oh, quadruple. They're, yeah, I they're did trying read to that. come up with a new logo, uh, like new label, so that they can pretend that what they're making is 
the most superior thing they've ever made in their entire lives. It's a 4A title. What the hell's 4A? Dude, bigger budget than 3A. You sound retarded. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I mean, that does make sense. Like, just make the damn game and say we're putting a ton of money behind it. Ooh. Like, I, I would I just laugh because it's like, that means someone sat down in a board meeting and they came up with that. You know what I mean? Like, hearing that means someone literally was sitting down and coming up with a marketing ploy and their ploy was, right. well, why don't we just add an A? Kind of reminds me of those memes where they're sitting in the office and the only dude that comes up with a good idea gets thrown out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other guy goes, well, how about we just add an A? And they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I get where you're coming from. It makes sense. But the thing is, if this team, like Daryl Gallagher and, and flipping Christine Thompson, if this really ends up being a thing, a quadruple A title is not exactly far off from what could be possible. No, if they, I mean, if, if they make a good geniuses. game, if they make a good game, it will just be a good game. It would just be another right. big budget triple A game. Them calling it four, like a quadruple A, is just a laughing joke of what are you doing, dude? Just make a triple A game. Just like, make a big budget game. You don't need to try you know, and create a new freaking name just so you can. Like, that's the thing. Like, like I would put games like World of Warcraft, um, Breath of the Wild. Um, especially Breath of the Wild, like it above a triple A title, like it, it's but, one of those types of games where, like, for instance, I stopped playing WoW and I'm like, AAA, oh man, I want to play WoW again. Dude, triple A just means they spent a ton of money on it, so technically, no, like it Breath of the Wild is one of the greatest games ever made, absolutely, but it's just a triple A game because they just spent a bunch of money on it. And I That's see where I'm you're saying. coming from, like, but you can't call yourself a triple A studio. Yeah, cool. Okay, awesome. So I am Woody, and I know nothing about game design, but I have $40 million. So I just invested $40 million into this game that ends up being like shit. You can't really call that a AAA title. No, it, it was a AAA title that was bad. It was made bad. They, AAA is essentially just they spent a ton of money on the budget. So if I spend $400 million on a game and it turns out to be shit, it's just yep. a AAA piece of shit. Because I spent $400 million on it, and it turned out to be crap. So then my opinion on AAA, AA, single A, that whole thing, like, is wrong, like, or skewed, I suppose. I mean, like, I, 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 I hear AAA. With a smaller budget. Wait, Grim, what do you finish? What are you saying? When I hear the term AAA title, I am thinking a game that has at least a 97% score on like PC Gamer or something like that. I'm thinking of a game that is from a reputable company. I'm thinking of a game that looks good, plays good, is pretty much free of bugs, and is just an all-around stellar game that has made X amount of money. That's when you say AAA to me, that's what I think. Yeah, maybe but they did I, spend a lot of money. Maybe not. I'm not sure. What's up? I would have to ask you, do you think that that means like EA and Activision think every game they're making? Because like they think they make AAA games all Correct. the time. Mm-hmm. So that means before their game is released. So if they release a game and it bombs hardcore, it's no longer AAA, but they released, they built it as AAA in the first place. And, and that's the thing. And then that's where you can get into like, you know, the, the, the differentiation of all that. I mean, yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. You're hundred percent right. Now, when you hear EA, they are more, well more than capable of making a good game. Yeah. Like I love their sports games. 
I absolutely, especially their PGA games. I absolutely love them. They look beautiful. They play very well. I'm a big golfer. I am. I'm a very, very big golfer. I've been golfing since I could basically walk. And I know how the game's played. I know how golfing should handle. I know. And they hit it so well. But then you go ahead and go with a game like fucking Battlefront 2. I play the game. And within my first map, it glitched out so bad. My dude was bouncing all over the map and I couldn't respawn. Like it was a nightmare. Nobody could kill me. It was cool. I lasted the longest in the entire game, but it was just absolutely ridiculous. So yes, I see where you're coming from. I get it. They've got money. They've got loads of money. They can invest basically whatever the hell they want to invest into a video game. And it might not be great. I mean, they ruined, in my opinion, they ruined dark age Camelot. As soon as mythic sold to EA, that's when the game started going to shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're 100%. Yeah. Right. Um, people said, no, it was Trials of Atlantis, and you know, blah, blah, blah. in my opinion, no, Trials of Atlantis is one of the best expansion packs of that game. But as soon as they sold to EA, is when that game started going to shit. Um, so you're right, you very well could be right. It's just my uh, you know, outlook on what a triple A title or in this case, a quadruple A title would have been is you know, what they invest into it and how polished they make it look and how good it plays. Yeah, yeah. um. So anybody who doesn't know, so maybe it's just that, like, listen to the podcasting. That's never heard the term triple A. It matters on production value and how much the game is going to sell over time. And it was first used in 2010 and games that were made before then are actually dubbed triple A or not triple A. Yep. Um, and the first and they said the, fir- and the first game on record actually is Final Fantasy seven um, to be dubbed a triple A game because the amount of production that went into it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah I, so. I- I don't but, think that this game is going to have any more production than, say, Destiny 2 when they spent close to $200 million making this game. I just feel like they're just using that tag because they want to trick people into like being, oh my god! It, dude, it's got to be huge! It's quadruple A! Well, the thing is, though, the title actually can't be um, adopted to a game until after sales have been calculated. True. That, that doesn't make any sense because these companies are always saying we're building a triple A game. Yeah, because they already they're saying because they're already assuming they're going to get the sales. Yeah, but it's it's called it's called forecasting. So kind of like we do the same yeah. thing at work. So okay, so Labor Day is coming up. You know, Fourth of July is coming up. So guys, we really need to make chips, right? So <laughs> we schedule a shitload. Like we run lines like it's no one's business because we know we're going to have a huge, um, especially around Super Bowl. Uh, it, like I can tell you right now, I work a lot harder if the super, if the Patriots are doing well. Well, yeah, I, it's I work a lot harder. We do a lot more production if the Patriots are doing well. So what will basically what and all companies do this? They'll project. Okay, what did we get for last year? Eh, we did this. How did they do? Okay, they did well. How are they doing this year? So we'll project all this stuff out. You know, a, a lot of companies do this. They'll project all these flipping numbers. And, you know, what if they end up being like the Red Sox are this year, which are just their big pile of shit. But beyond that fact, if they do poorly, their numbers are kind of completely askew. We end up with extras. We got to get rid of it. That whole nine yards. I mean, I wonder if it works the same way with this going on Nate's point. Yeah, I'm sure it does. They all big companies do it. Um, Granted, they can get slashed off the list if the game actually doesn't do well. But right. The game fairly does well, and mostly because out of hearsay, they spend over a million dollars or more on marketing. Any schmuck around on the street is going to freaking buy the game. That's going to jump right. the sale, even if they don't like it or not. Like, so, would you mean? Would you say that that means that Battlefield Six is not AAA? If 
well, here's because a, that game that game sold like forty percent of what they projected and expected. Wait, Battlefield be, Six? Do you mean Battlefield Five? The one, whatever the one, the one that just came out. Like, five. You know, no, like, no, it didn't. No, on initial launch. No, on the launch month, it did forty percent less than typical. Yeah, it did Battlefield. And then after, yeah, so after no, it, no, but like this is triple A depends on life of the game sales. That's exactly what's stated in the Wikipedia. So by their second quarter for Battlefield Five, they completely trounced the numbers. Uh, yeah, because, because the came out the game okay. and but they by fixed the game. second quarter, they were selling that thing and uh, special deals for like ten bucks and shit. So that means their profits were still considerably hurt to the point where they didn't make the profits. They no, were no, no, no. They actually did. So because I follow Battlefield, they actually did. They made more than the last Battlefield game, um, and they moved forward. Um, and the, the game's still selling. So at, it's standard right now. Battlefield Five is a triple A game. Well, then, but with the Battlefield thing, they also did that that messed up thing where like people that pre-ordered it didn't get it before the people that just could just could just go to the store and pick it up. No, I know, but that was the initial launch, though. Yeah, yeah, within, that's what I'm saying. That's within, why it did within, so bad at the beginning. No, but within yeah, but a AAA is not just your first month of sales; it's your life year game. Yeah, no, I know that. I'm just saying. So I'm gonna do some that's why it did so bad. I'm beginning. pretty sure the definition of AAA is what they spend on budget when making the game. No, it actually it's both it's both, it's both success to not is not what they calculate. No, no, it's it's both together. Yeah, um, there, there is there is a like a matrix on where what you need to hit like a, a criteria rate what you need to hit in order to become a triple A game like and yeah, there's also triple I uh yeah what do you got triple I games yeah which are crowdfunded games um and if they they their highest crowdfunding games are called triple I games so. Uh, it's uh, the AAA titles are to games as gaming in the gaming world what blockbusters are to the film industry. Right. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It has to depend on sales. Um. Anyway, so let's get in because we don't have too much longer, but we want to really get into a lot of this topic. So as we have three other ones here that all combine into one. Um. So Halo possibly might be being dropped from Xbox One. Um. And it started with this leak on I think it was on NeoGaf. Um. And well, actually, it wasn't on NeoGaf. It was on Twitter, which eventually got posted to NeoGAF, uh, about Ryan McAfee uh, pointed out um, that basically the fact that they're this whole thing is happening uh, with Halo is that a little ridiculous. And he's like, oh, I drank the Kool-Aid kind of thing. Um, and his exact thing here, let me bring this up. I was wrong to drink, what do you call it? Drink the current gen, won't hold, <laughs> won't hold next gen back uh, Kool-Aid. I've talked enough to feel about now. It might make sense for some games, but not AAA system sellers kinds of big budget productions why not um basically saying that putting those extra criteria in for a game um holds the game back because basically i think he's pointing out that they're wasting time instead of just developing for the next xbox they have to now develop for both the xbox and series x and the xbox one and it's like that's kind of wasting time well, well also the truth is they're not developing for the new xbox they're developing for the xbox one and then uprising everything to the next xbox and that's going to be a problem. Yes. That's is- going to be a serious problem because it's like using NVIDIA's... Oh, I don't remember what the hell it's Not called. Not everything is scalable, basically. Yeah, so like Destiny 2 is one of the biggest games. It actually looks really good on Destiny. where you're. I'm playing on a 1440 monitor, but it'll upscale it to 4K on a 1440p Which monitor. Which looks amazing. It, 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 <laughs> It, yeah, that game looks. Uh, Destiny Two looks fantastic. That way, it's unreal that 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 it can. You're basically overclocking your monitor. Essentially speaking, yeah. So, and that's the thing that bothers me. So, I mean, the Xbox Series X is essentially a computer. 
Mm-hmm. It is an incredible powerhouse. I don't know why these guys are making such a stink about Halo. Like, I don't get why everybody is so obsessed with trying to make this game look as good as, I don't know. The, well, it, uh, the, the argument is just that it doesn't, it it looks like a 360 game in some spots. Well, because the problem, I think in my opinion, the problem is they're having an issue with asset loading. That's a huge thing. Like, and I, we have that on you, PC. I have it on Warzone when I'm loading up a game. Well, a lot of games have problems with asset yeah. loading. Like, even going that a small Java-based game called Minecraft yep. has an issue with asset loading. Yeah, and and the thing is, yes, you're going from the Xbox One or Xbox One X to the Xbox Series X. Yes, it's a generation gap, but the stats of the machines really aren't all that far from each other. Yes, it's got a better processor, better GPU, better memory. Sure, the whole nine yards. But I, I just don't know why these guys are literally having an aneurysm over Halo. And the and the thing is, they they de- uh, they came out and said, no, we are coming out with Halo on Xbox One. Yeah, I've heard yeah, the same yeah, thing that, too. Uh, but the the tweet the tweet wasn't really about that. Nate's mixing some stuff up. His tweet is about the fact that. Um, is about the fact that it's being held back. That was the mm. argument tweet is that the game's being held back and it looks like there may be some other stuff being held back. If that was his argument that now that he's seeing the games from devs that he was defending like three months ago as won't hold back, it's patently clear that these games are being held back and Microsoft is lying to him and to other people. And that was in- what the main thing was. This Halo thing just kind of blends into it because that dropped right after. You know, if a game developer of a game, say I'm waiting for this one game, uh, let's say Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, man, I can't wait to play Breath of the Wild 2. If Nintendo was to come out and say, hey, you know, we hate to do this, but we're going to delay this another seven months because this needs polishing or this needs to be done. I'll be like, OK, cool, please. That's fine. Don't give me a polished turd selling for 70 bucks or 60 bucks, or however much a game goes for now. Yeah, I, w- I would rather see a massive delay than an unfinished pile of crap that would make it get lower reviews than if they were to take the time and fix it. Plus, keep in mind that the the hate is also there because they ran their mouth for like a half a year. They did. Like, like I've argued this point before. They were under the impression you were going to be impressed with that game because up until the point they showed that trailer, they were talking shit about how people were going to have their minds blown by that game. Then they showed it, and it looked like it came out at the tail end of the 360, and people were just like, "Excuse me." Now, so they made it; they made this bed to be yelled at. Now, gameplay wise, I thought the game looked amazing. Yeah, now, I'm talking with the word, the four letter word game. I'm talking game. I'm not talking graphics. I'm not talking sound. I'm talking game. How it's played, it looked awesome. The transitions of the way they were shooting to jumping to it looked fantastic. The assets, eh, need a little bit of work. I'm not going to lie. They they probably should use better textures. Yeah, I would say it was like an early Xbox One game, maybe. Like, nothing well, crazy. Well, that's another thing. Like, everybody's like, oh, the uh, whole, uh, oh, we're making it for both consoles things. They've always done that. Yeah. But this this time, they're like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Wait, but no, they've no, always had games. No, it is. They've always no, come out no, with games. Not- Name name a Madden that didn't come out on both systems at the okay, end of the gen. See, I was Grand Theft Auto Five. That. 
because I'm not talking about Grand Theft Auto Five. That too. We're talking. Hold it. We're talking about first party. Every single Xbox game that came out at the beginning of this gen were exclusive to their new hardware, so that they could leverage their new hardware and what they were working on. This is the first gen where Microsoft is not leveraging their new hardware and making you buy, uh, making you buy games that are being built for the old system and put on the new system. And that pisses people off. People know third parties are going to be cross-gen, but people want their first parties to give them a reason to and, buy the new system. But they're trying to do agree. that. They're trying to do that so they don't have to buy the Series X right away. That's actually a lie, though. I don't believe they're trying to help. No, it's friend. it's not a lie, but I'm going to go back to, I think, the past three podcasts we've talked to, to this about. Um, and I honestly think they're still, or they were trying to cover up what Big Navi is. Mm-hmm. Because it's an, it's an AMD thing. I can tell you right now, it's 100% an AMD thing. And I think that's why the graphics look the way they did. Because I can tell you right now, I, I, I can prove this to you I, well, off stream <laughs> that um, the Xbox well, Series Navi 1X is going Xbox? to be. What's up? Is Big Navi going to be on the old Xbox? No. 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 So this is what I'm trying to say. No. So you can't. All right, so for instance, say I was to load up Battlefield 5 right now on my 2080 Ti. Now, right now, I play Battlefield 5 with ray tracing completely on, 100% maxed out to the nines. The game looks photorealistic and absolutely gorgeous, right? So say the 2080 Ti, I, nobody was supposed to know about it. I mean, I have one. You know, it didn't come out yet, but I have quick, one, right? You know, who? Yeah, exactly. So I would purposely turn ray tracing off. I would turn DLSS support off. I would probably turn DirectX 12 support off, bring it to DirectX 11 to make it correct to bring it back to like older stuff. Now, I honestly think that's what they did. Was it scummy? 100% yes, because I, in my opinion, they should have said like what they did in the Call of Duty trailer. This game was played in a PlayStation 5, right? Yeah. Really easy to do. Edit it in. I'm pretty sure John could do it in 35 seconds. Edit it into the fucking video. Yeah. And say, okay, hey guys, this is being played on the Xbox One X. Let's make it the 1X because it's a really sharp well, system. And which I think system. actually what it was actually being planned was a 1X. I think and was. I think it was too because I can tell you right now, nobody knows what Big Navi can do. Well, then they, no, they, they did no. come out and say it was on a PC. Yeah, everything's been running on a PC. That's another part of the problem that people are complaining and, about. And, and that's they true. They a game running on the Xbox, the, the new Xbox system yet. And in my opinion, that's the reason why. Like I said, I, I and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I will eat my words. And again, I owe you guys all dinner. If I'm wrong, <laughs> like I, no, you may be 100% right, but that's a, that's like a sidetrack to the overall argument of just they thought people were going to have their mind blown by this trailer. And now they're trying to spin with stuff like, oh, um, we're not doing this or we're not doing. I forgot. You said something earlier that it wasn't Big Navi that that they said. I can't remember what the hell it was. Well, no, no. Like I said, I'm pretty sure. Like I said uh, a couple weeks ago, Grim, I'm pretty sure Phil Spencer is one of these guys that like fairly macho guy he doesn't like he like thinks his own shit don't stink yeah he doesn't um, even and, well no but he claims he does well no no okay so he's one of these guys and i guarantee he, he's already seen what big navi can do because obviously amd built the chip for them but they've yes. signed a disclosure act saying listen you guys cannot reveal this until we say you can or it's going to cost we but basically he's, he's gonna cost them to, a lot of money he's trying to keep um, the and, hype up too well no but he's trying to keep the hype up never sees it he thinks but he probably doesn't like we even know this at small companies. Companies don't communicate with each other. They Correct. are horrible at it. Um, he probably already assumed that they got permission to launch and show the 
crazy specs and the graphics and stuff from the Navi processor. And he assumed they were going to premiere it at the event. And it didn't happen because the, the guys in charge that were running that operation actually knew they couldn't. So they're not going to do it. They run it on like an Xbox One or on a PC that doesn't have the Navi processor and go here. And then obviously Phil Spencer's taken by surprise because he assumed they did because he never communicated with anybody because he just thinks his own shit don't sing and goes on with his life. Um, There's also <laughs> one more angle that people are missing too. And this is yeah. going to sound dickish, but it's it's true. Yeah, it could just be that they have they have an issue with buying a bunch of talent up from other studios, but having no direction, and that work that happens. Like you look, and at you could be right too. One hundred percent agree because that's not abnormal. They that is one hundred percent not like, abnormal, dude. Like they buy a super team, like a sports team. Well, look what happened in Kingdom of Alamar with the with, with a dude from the Boston Red yeah. Sox. He ran that company. They ended up being sued. The game was fantastic, in my opinion. Um. And they just had a shit direction, like poorly, poorly done direction, and it flopped, one hundred percent flopped. Well, that's so part you of that very well that's because Rhode Island doesn't understand gaming, correct? <laughs> or oh, Massachusetts yeah. or whatever state Massachusetts. it was. Massachusetts, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like yeah, they, yeah. You go out of you, they go out of their way to pick up all this talent, but they don't pick up the talent that's important, which is the talent that knows how to lead and get and, and galvanize a team. Like, like I, people don't like. Not everybody likes Kojima games. All right. Right. The dude can galvanize a team and his shit gets done. And whether you like it or not, most of the time his shit's extremely good because he knows how to get his team to work together. If you hire all of his team but not him, you're going to end up with that Metal Gear Survive. Half his team <laughs> but, not, but not him, and it's a terrible goddamn game. Hideo Kojima is like a god amongst gods when it comes to games. You could you know? use Final Fantasy the same way because they got rid of his... Um, uh, what's his name? Hiroshi, Hiranobu Sakaguchi? Yeah. yeah, Sakaguchi. They get rid Sakaguchi. of him, and then they they managed to stave off for a little while, but like 13 comes out, and they got all this talent in place that they had when he was around, but then 13 is a mindless, directionless pile of crap because all that talent means nothing if you don't have someone on the head doing it right. Yeah, it's it terrible. It's fucking terrible. Um, but in general, like, like Graham, I can tell you this, though. The AMD, the reveal is going to be huge. Like they have been upsetting the industry for like the last like two years straight. And uh, Susan has not everything she has talked about. She is backed. Yep. So um, it's what they are going to reveal. It's going to upset the industry in general. So, so there's a huge NDA huge. on this, huh? And then yeah. there yeah. is, dude. Like I am a huge I'm team blue and team green. I have been for a long time. I love NVIDIA and I love Intel. But I can tell you right now. AMD has brought it to the table. They have made serious processors for a very, very good prices. And I think they're looking to do the same damn thing with Big Navi, man. I honestly think Big Navi is going to, if not already has, even without people knowing what it's really capable of, going to put a run for their money for NVIDIA's new cards. I'm talking new cards. I'm not talking the 2000 series. I'm talking their new stuff. And here's it's going to be mental. You, bro. And they're going to be you. I agree with you yeah. on that. I don't know much about the tech, but you do, and I trust you. I just don't think it's going to matter one bit with Microsoft because I think by the time it, all that stuff pops out, agree, too late. And that's stuff. where they failed. And that's precisely where they failed. And it's like like the last time they did year, they're going to be behind like three mil. When they promoted, they didn't promote gaming with the Xbox One. Right. 
they promoted everything else with the Xbox One. Yep, everything but gaming. Yep. Yeah. And now they're spending all their time trying to tell everybody that Nintendo and Sony are terrible companies because they make games you can only play on their new hardware. And everybody's like, I, that's what we kind of want, dude. We want new hardware. Well, we I can promise you stuff. this. The day that Nintendo says, hey, we're coming out with a new Switch, guess who's pre-ordering a brand new Switch? Yeah. This guy. <laughs> I love my Switch more than any system that I have ever owned in my life. Wow. Not being a fanboy, dude. I'm buying a PlayStation Day 1 if I can get a hold of one because I want the next God of War. And I don't want it to I've be never a played God of, War. God of War. What? I've never played God of War. I want not. the new one so bad. Dude, the last one ended with um Kratos pissing off Thor and he's in his house with his son he's like all right we're home we're gonna lay down and get some rest and you hear boom a crack of lightning and Kratos walks out the door and Thor's out there getting ready to pick a fight with him and they're about to duel and then it cuts the game's gonna start with you fighting Thor and probably getting the living shit kicked out of you like mm. it was the best cliffhanger ending ever yeah but anyway so that's my speculation well obviously when Big Navi reveal is been revealed to the public, we're going to talk about it on this podcast and what, too, and what it's and yeah. what it's capable of. Um, so Sounds like a bad rapper. Um, <laughs> Big Navi in the house. Biggie, Na- Biggie Navi. No, that'd um, be Lil Navi, by the way. Uh, yeah. Little so ta- little talent featuring Little Navi. Uh, but anyway, we're going to move on to technology. We're going to move on to technology where we're going to get into the whole thing that started with the Fortnite being banned <laughs> and it's it's a crazy fight going on um so as we move on to technology like thank everybody joining and listening to this podcast where you're on itunes google play other podcast service there's a ton of them out there they're overcast it's like um, I, I can't believe how many obviously because i'm the one who republishes like publishes this podcast and i there's a good ton of them that we are sub to like as far as it the rss gets distributed to so <laughs> there's a lot out there so we thank you any way you're listening to it but if you're on itunes especially itunes itunes is kind of what makes and breaks podcasts so everybody's know if you want to be a podcaster out there um they really drive the rss feed so if you're on itunes and that's over 30 percent of our audience please head over there give us a rating give us some stars let us know what you think and share it out to whatever social media you use that will really help us and really help drive the traffic and let other people know about the podcast and help them get informed about the latest and greatest in technology or whatever crazy stuff is happening on this thing we call the uh, industry of the video game world. <laughs> I thought you were going to say planet Earth. No, video game. <laughs> this no. thing we call Earth. On the planet Earth. Crazy concept, Earth. So we're going to move Earth. on to technology. And also, remember, head over to YouTube.com slash Check out our YouTube channel. No, we haven't made a video in a while, and I know some of you have been asking, but we will soon enough. COVID, man, and also we're lazy. Well, no, we just, it's, <laughs> it's a matter of scheduling. It's really a matter of scheduling, but that's side point. Um, okay, let's move on to the technology, entertainment, pop culture. So what the heck's everybody been checking out this week? What the hell have you been watching? I don't know. My cat's checking me out, though. It's ridiculous. Lately? Oh, for like the 100th time, I've watched Bubblegum Crisis, because for some reason, whenever I'm bored, <laughs> that shit pops up on my TV. And no, it's not some harem anime. It's just an old. It's an old eighties anime. Yeah, it's, it's the English the, Love Blue Girl, dude. It's no, it's cyberpunk. <laughs> it's the best version of cyberpunk there is. Japanese, like 
late 80s Japanese cyberpunk anime is the best version of cyberpunk. It seriously is. Stuff like um, Midnight Goku Eyes. Yep. Or like um, AD Police, Bubblegum Crisis. Uh, yeah. Eight man. But all that, all like that was inspired by Philip K. Dick's work, actually. Oh, I'm not, dude. I'm not, I'm not taking credit away from him. I'm saying, yeah. The the cyberpunk has not got a lot of shine in a long time, and even in the mm. 80s, it wasn't getting a lot. Mm. Japan really knocked it out of the park with its whole with its uh cyberpunk everything yeah. back then. Yeah. Other than that, right. nothing, dude. Um, yeah. I think I haven't watched anything. I was. I've been watch. watching um. I started rewatching the Moon Quest series from Galaxcast. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just because, like, I got bored one day and I couldn't sleep for the life of me. I ended up going through like 15 episodes. It was ridiculous. Then it got me thinking back, like, when we did our Minecraft thing for the first time, where freaking Nate blew stuff up, then <laughs> John and I created this giant tower with elevators and crap. And man, it was just, it was so much fun. And like, Kind of wish we did something with that, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I we had so much fun, and it was fun content, and it was just a genuinely good time. Mm -hmm. And that's how I was trying to remake with with my server. I know it's been difficult because, like Nate just said, schedules and yeah. it's not easy. It just simply isn't easy. Mm -hmm. um, we'll get there. Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely agree. That's why I'm still, you know, I'm still keeping the thing active. But um, yeah, I just I started watching that again. I've been getting really big into uh, cooking shows again. Like, I really, I like to cook. You I gotta like watch some vaults. Dude, Iron Might. Chef, Twitch. Someone streams all the episodes of Iron Chef on Twitch. Yeah, I did see that. Um, but no, I've been getting back into, like, uh, cooking again. Like, especially watching a lot of cooking shows and trying to perfect my knife skills and everything else. But that's about it. Because he cut his finger off during his knife skill routine. Right. Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I haven't been watching anything. I have been sitting on a deck talking and stuff. <laughs> that, that's code word for drugs. This girl's no. like, this girl's like, we're going to teach you what outside is. And this thing is like, no, no, the graphics I, I aren't good. I don't want to go outside. I can't see in 60 frames. Help. <laughs> oh, God disabled me with my eyes. <laughs> What is this nature? <laughs> is that a fly? What is that flying thing? Is that a oh, flying? No, no, God. That's a bird. Oh. Like the first time she gets him to go outside, there's a riot. He's just like, all right, going back in. <laughs> all right, I'm out. It was a good while last. She's like, trust me, it's so nice and calm out. They walk out and there's just like, oh my God, help the birds. He's like, bye. Oh, God. Oh, poor Anyway, man. so. <laughs> Uh, one thing I do have to recommend, like, there's only been two episodes of Lovecraft Country, and it's felt like, that. and it's felt like an epic movie. Like, so much shit has happened in two episodes. I'm like, what now? I hear <laughs> that's real. That's on Hulu, right? No, oh, HBO, HBO, HBO. Oh, I hear it's um, really good. It's really, really good. The effects are like second to none. It's like a theatrical movie every episode. It's crazy. Um, and obviously they pull from Lovecraftian lore, but um. So, and other thing, like obviously we had the season finale for Nosferatu. So if you haven't checked out Nosferatu, um, season one and season two are really good. Um, I don't know where they're going to go with it um, for next season. I have an idea, um, but they've gone beyond the books now. 
Um, but there's also supposed to sequel to the book too, but they have gone in very different directions now. So um, I do have to recommend anybody who's read the book, definitely check out the TV series because it gives you a different perspective on the same story, um, which is really cool. And some characters that got killed off real early in the book are um, a lot bigger characters in the show. So definitely anybody go check it out. Season one, season two have been really, really good. And the fact like I get like extra enjoyment out of watching that series because it was shot in Hope Valley. So which is really cool. And the other parts and the other part it was shot in also it was shot in West Warwick as well, when you see kind of like the suburban areas. It was that's West Warwick. So and there was one scene I'm pretty sure was in Providence actually this season. So where was the rest of the show filmed? No, that's it. That's it. Everything's been filmed here? Yep. Wow. Yeah, 90% of the show is in Hope Valley. Um, well, actually, about, maybe 70%. Wow. About 70% is Hope Valley because you got all like West Warwick's another 20%. And then, like I said, there was that one scene that I'm pretty sure was in Providence. So. And it's funny because, like, the show is like in Colorado most of the time and, like, uh, in parts of Massachusetts and it's all Hope Valley. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable how you can sell things like that to people that don't know what the hell they're looking at yeah it's like oh dude colorado what did i live down there what the heck are you talking about oh man i love that kind of well, stuff you, you see locustville pod and there's mountains in the back and you're like that doesn't fit <laughs> that's what i mean it's <laughs> like it's fantastic when you can yeah. do that yeah. and that just takes like whoever's doing the editing is talented as all get out there. oh yeah it's that's amazing yeah it, it looks so perfect. It looks real. It's like, it, 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 you know what I mean? I got to watch this, man. I assume it's something you have to subscribe to. Um, It's on, what was it? AMC, I think. All right. Yeah, fancy. Um, But yeah, so definitely go check it out. And I do have to reiterate because I didn't want to get into it on the gaming portion. Um, I think a big portion because I saw that news also uh, with Alder Carbon being canceled. And I was really speculating on where they were going to go for a third season. And the main reason why is because the very first season, they kind of covered the first book and the third book in one storyline, which was weird to me. Actually, but it I, worked. I, but it worked. I, but hold up. Let me get no, finish. No, 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 no. I, I let catch me. you here because they didn't cover any of the first book. I actually just got done listening to the first book today. And other than the he's hunting for that guy's killer, everything else is different. They take characters out of it. They put new ones in. No, the clone is still there. Christine's still there. He still clones himself at the end. Um, all those things still take place in the book and in the TV series. Okay, that's 2%. No, there's a lot more than that. No, no, stop. The family with the little girl, the only, the, only thing that, the only thing that family plays in is the mother at the end who helps him hack the system. Okay? Mm -hmm. There's no trip. There's no commander teaching him anything. In his flashbacks, Quellcrest no. is dead and doesn't exist in the goddamn book. Ninety percent of that, that well, no, 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 series is no. not the book. No, no, in the third book, she is. <laughs> no, she doesn't exist, dude. I literally went and looked when I got home. She, she is nothing more than a, a history that existed before he was alive. He has no connection to her at all. No, no, yeah. As far as a actual, as far as what we see in the TV show, yeah, I know. No connection to her at all. They they removed, like I said, they removed Trip from the the original season. Um, the background story about uh, what's his name, Jimmy. All the stuff where he's flashing back to that battlefield where his yeah. friend Jimmy like loses his mind. They cut all that out. They literally took. He was hired to kill to find who killed Bancraft, and the very ending of it and changed everything. 
his sister doesn't even exist. No, she it's does just, in the third book. In the third book, she's part of the she's a part of the main story in the third book. Dude, but she's not the first like the, the, the Yakuza person in the first book is not his sister. No, but she's a lot like so the third book, Fallen Angels, she is almost exactly like that. And what they do with her is exactly what happened, almost exactly what happens in the third book. And they mixed it with the first book, <laughs> which was weird, but it worked. I liked the first season. Well, but the, I did. the season was fine, but the they did that thing is nowhere near faithful to the book. No, all. I know, but I'm saying they took a lot of elements from the third book and mushed them in to the first book. Um, and then they added new elements and took other elements out and they made a new story. So I was like, well, they kind of told what the main plot was in the third book with melding it to the first book. Um, and during the second season, they only took very, very small parts uh, from the whole Mars story and the angels. They only took bits and pieces of it and they told a new story, I don't which was, was, which was pretty cool. I don't think it was canceled because they had nowhere to go, though. I know, but answer for other reasons because they had somewhere to go. They had built their fake fantasy for somewhere to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, but uh, like they were also relying on Richard Morgan was actually helping write that too. Um, because so they cut every because of what they cut out from that series mm. and what they did, they made it into. They could have just went into the third series with him, with him like finding out that the government's after her again and him hunting down to stop her and her building another resistance. They could have just gone that way, and they would have been able to have a third season. I think it was canceled for the same reason they cancel a lot of their shows. They Netflix doesn't seem to care about fan bases that they put together. That show was streamed very well. It wasn't mm. bombing. They didn't have to pay any huge rights for it, but they no. keep canceling these shows, and they keep putting out these shows that no one pays attention to constantly. Mm. Uh, like I wouldn't be surprised if they won't cancel Dark at one point, even though that Dark. show is incredibly. What do you mean? I mean, Dark is over. There's only three three seasons. And that was it, and they said that from the beginning. It was three seasons, and that's over. That's it. There it's a go. story. No, it's a complete story. But they said that when they the first season came out, because uh, I, I follow all those people on Twitter, um, because it's it's all in threes. If you haven't noticed with Dark, it's a cycle of three. That's why there's the triquetra. Um, it was always meant to be three seasons, just but tell you, three cycles. You can't say that you believe that their word when they say that shit. When they said that um, they were ending uh, Stranger Things at fourth season because that's what they planned all along, and now they're doing another more seasons. No, no. What I'm saying, look, I follow like the writers, the developers on that show since the beginning. Like, um, and this is like that's the whole. That was the point. It was supposed to be three of everything. That's why there's such threes all over the place I'm in that glad, show. I'm glad those guys held to their guns because I would like. I don't try. I don't trust Netflix with TV shows anymore. It's really impossible to trust them. They cancel um, shit that, that does well on a whim all the time. But anyway, you should really listen. Obviously, go right on. The second book is my favorite book. I yeah, love the second. All three. I, 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 I get it tonight, but I probably have to wait a couple of weeks for it to be off of like a borrow list. Oh, I, yeah, I love this. Yeah, I love the second book. It's really cool. Like, I like what they did the second season. That was neat in its own right. But I want the wanted... first book is better than the the entire first season. It's so much better. Yeah, yeah, in some ways. Um, but no, the second book is I love the history of the ancient, like the the basically they take the idea of the Christian version of angels and make them into Martians, and they're like super powered. Um, and it's pretty awesome. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I feel like they failed to. Um, I feel like I haven't read the next two books, but I'm guessing that his flashbacks about like that battlefield and stuff will play some sort of part in the thing. And I know that was like, 
that's there, but not really. No, I mean like emotional wise. Like it's not going to play oh. a huge part in the story, but it's a, the point of it is to build his character more and to yeah. show that he has he has these mental issues, some issues because of that. Yeah. And I feel like if ripping that out so that they could then tell me a story about a character that means literally nothing in the books, which hmm. was that damn chick that was terrible in the, the series too. I always hated her, everything about her character. Lizzie, hmm. everything oh, yeah. about that character was terrible. And for them to rip out Jimmy and that background of uh, Takashi or whatever, yeah, go back, yeah. I feel like that was a huge writing error. Well, I don't understand why they went there. Well, they that. replaced it with the whole like Falconer thing. That's what they replaced. Yeah, it they with. replaced it with that, and probably with her too, because yeah. they just replaced it with time spent on shit that people who read the books don't care about. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I enjoyed both. Um, and there's a bunch of other side books and comics they did too. So um, it's a fairly big world. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's what I've been checking out. Um, but anyway, let's get into this controversy. So uh, Fortnite splits into two different games tomorrow because of Epic and Apple Star's fight. Um, and um, we'll get into a whole, there's a whole bunch of this. So uh, the next season arrives tomorrow, but if you're on iOS or Mac OS, you won't be able to play it, uh, <laughs> Epic announced today. And we're learning that not all players on iPhone, iPad, or Mac will also lose crossplay. Fortnite multiplayer with non-Apple platforms, Epic uh, confirms the verge, uh, through the verge. That means players on Apple platforms will be stuck on a current version of Fortnite, and they'll only be able to play with one another. Yep. Um, And this comes in the fact, so if anybody doesn't know, so because this is the first time we've covered it on the podcast. Um, Google and Apple have both pulled Fortnite from their store. Um, and they're obviously Epic is suing them, both of them, because Epic wanted to kind of like put on like, he thinks he was putting on his big boy pants, the guy, I can't remember his name right now. Okay, I'll flip the topic. Um, and wanted to go, okay, no, we're going to, all payments come through our store now and not Google or iOS. Which is uh, Apple. Right. Well, no, 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 no. It, no. <laughs> the reason why that Google and Apple were like, no, we'll pull your store. We'll pull your game. The reason why is because it sets a negative precedent. If um, Google and Apple are both trusted very highly with uh, people's credit card data and personal information. Um, that's why if you like, for instance, when I buy an app, all I do is hit my fingerprint thing when I buy yep. an app. Same. Um, um, and that goes through it goes through Google because I fairly trust. I've never like Google's never has has a fairly good reputation of never being hacked, not releasing your personal data, none of that. So I fairly yeah, do trust. Sell it. So I trust Google as far as my credit card is not going to be hijacked anytime soon, um, because it goes through their Play uh, service and their encryption is very well done um, through Alphabet. So I trust that, and I think people on iOS feel the same way because Apple is a very premium product. Yes. Um, and I would feel the same way. If you go ahead and allow a third party to go, okay, um, you can use your Play Store to tran make transactions through people's credit cards, personal information. No, because then that allows for other people. Um, like, granted, I I don't like. I'm sure Epic Games is fairly trustworthy, but that's not the problem. Then there's other ones that are going to want that as well, and that's going to be you a problem. Which will, will, will that, right, Nate? which will which will lead to corruption and people's data being leaked. Um, which is why Google and Apple both said went right to like the nuclear option. Went, guess what? You're out of the store. 
Okay, now, since I know you're a Google fanboy, you know other companies do that, right? Other companies charge credit cards. They're not all in that Google Apple no. loop. No, they no, actually are. Right? No, 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 they like are. I can go on Steam, and Steam is not connected to the Google no, no, Apple no. loop. No, no, I know that, but I'm talking about, yeah, but that's not what this is about. This is about, um, this is about Google and uh, Google Play Store and the iOS App Store. What this is about is that, they, is that Epic is trying to build their own store base and their own thing like Steam. So now they're moving towards having the, the transactions go through their own store. No, no, but I know that, Graham, but I'm saying if you're on an Apple device or if you're on, uh, what do you call it, Android, you have to go through Google or you have to go through iOS. Yeah, there's um, no... And that's fine, fine. But if they're choosing not to. They're choosing to stand up and fight. And what I'm saying basically is the last five minutes, you basically made it sound like, hey, they're doing, they're doing something wrong and Google and, and Apple are in the right. The reality is it's two companies fighting over who gets to keep the, the money. It, no. Neither one of them are in the right or wrong. Google's not defending you by doing this. They're not doing this to defend you. They're doing it because Fortnite makes them a ton of goddamn money. No, like, and I'm sure uh, Woody can validate this as well. Um, Bazinga doesn't spend as much time on this side of like checking it, but he knows some of the stuff. Um, the same thing way Steam works. So if you want to put your game on Steam, they take a portion of your revenue. Yes. Um, because it's their platform. Yes. Um, the, the, what The same thing with iOS and Android. If you want to sell something on their platform, which they control, well, they're going to take a portion of the revenue. But like I said, I also trust the encryption of iOS and Google Play Store to anybody else's. I do not trust anybody else's. I will, I mean, if they if Google started allowing that, I would take my credit card information off of there. That's just delusional because people use other stuff. I mean, if you had a PlayStation, you'd be using the PlayStation. No, but, no, but this is not to PlayStation. This is just to iOS and Android Grim. This doesn't involve any other platform. Yeah, but what I'm saying, you're, you're acting like they are like this lockdown, like bastion of, of safety. And I'm telling you, other companies are too. And again, they're not doing it to protect you. They're doing it because they're trying, they don't want to lose that revenue. They want that revenue and they don't want Epic being able to make the money without it. Neither one of these are out to help you on either side. Epic's not doing this so that they can lower Fortnite skin prices. And Google's not doing this so that they can protect your numbers. It's just right. a fight over who makes more money. No, you're, I know. You're, you're talking like Google's like, we can't let them do this because that would be bad for our customers. They don't give a shit about you. Well, no, I'm sure that's very true. But I'm saying me as a consumer, um, I would immediately pull my credit card information if Google started allowing third parties to go to make transactions. Then you're never going to use your credit card on Steam too? No, no, I, I don't. I don't actually. Like, I don't. You guys are both, you know, fighting. I use PayPal. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I do as well. So I use, I use PayPal for everything that you can. Well, anything you can. Except for like anything I get on my iPhone or my iPad, I use my Apple wallet. But other than that, um, everything goes to PayPal or Venmo. And uh, hmm. so I get where you're saying, Nate, and I get what you're saying too. Grim, because it makes sense. Now, the thing is, what's weird is Epic is a pretty reputable company. and um, But I see what you're saying, Nate. Like, you know, let one do it. Everybody else has to do it, too, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you're going to let I, I get open. that. But what about, no, actually, you know, now that I think about it, you have to pay for your RuneScape account on RuneScape's website in order to play it on the iPhone in the members area. 
yeah it doesn't actually go through so yeah yeah yeah. so you're right that doesn't work either yeah what is the percentage Hmm. that google and apple take a lot yeah they they take a hefty amount this is why i'm not defending them like this is why i'm not defending them because they take a fuck chunk yeah it's like 18 they they think think they have the something like 30 percent dude no, no I don't that that I'm pretty that sure that I saw a, a post about it because someone was talking about how Steam takes a good, a good chunk too. So it makes sense as to why people are like, no, like I understand where Epic's coming from. You don't do anything at all, but host the thing that no one buys on your store anyway. So of course, right. it's gonna piss me off. I don't want to give you thirty percent of, of my game when I literally do everything. So it says right here, in the first year of a subscription, Apple takes 30% of your cut of revenue. So you receive 70% of the subscription price at each billing cycle, monthly or annually, minus taxes. After a year of service, your revenue share increases 85% of the subscription price minus applicable taxes. So Apple takes 15% of your revenue. Yeah, I thought, okay, so it's 30% first for a year, then 15 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um, I said, it's an argument between two big dogs trying to make it money. It is. And That's I what just, it is. I just don't think we should defend either one because they're both um, neither one are doing it for anybody's benefit but their own. Well, no, a, but I'm just saying same, my, it's the same exact thing for Google, too. 30% and 15. Yeah. I'm just saying I personally would not feel as secure if Apple or iOS started doing that, allowing third parties to control the... I don't think it would be a wise choice. Um, But on top of that, so... Um, on top of that, with the whole Epic and stuff, they're now Google and the iOS are going to pull the Unreal Engine or any game made with the Unreal Engine. Which is a lot, I'm sure. That is, um, yeah, so, dude. Um, so, and all of a sudden, Unreal's Engine market share, I guess, went down. And the amount of people registering to Unity, like, quadrupled in, like, a day. And wait until that happens to Unity, because really, Unity and Unreal Engines are where it's at for games. Yeah everybody like they make um game jams just out of unity games i played some of the greatest unity games actually i played some of the best rpg maker games from like um itchio yes it, uh what did i play one of my favorite rpg maker games is called the crooked man mm-hmm. it is yeah, absolutely it. fantastic yeah and it was it's, all done on rpg maker yeah it's still on the front page of like a lot of sites that game, really actually. yeah it's, it's still like, fairly popular. What's going to stop them from doing that? What's going to stop them from Unity? What's going to stop them from RPG Maker? Like, if they're already... T- Unreal's a huge engine. Like, oh, man. I don't know. That yeah. That's just greedy. But, I don't so, know. so Epic secured a last-minute temporary restraining order grant last Monday evening to protect the business in its short term, but the fate of Unreal Engine is still up in the air. This only temporary. Like, there's no fate. People are being sensational. This is not going to hurt Epic's game engine at all. It's literally not going to hurt. No matter well, what happens, it's not going to have any effect. Well, on no, well, the truth is, Grim, no, no, it is. It's, it's going to affect a lot of things. So, a lot of people don't realize, like, a huge portion of like rev most video game companies at this t- point in time revenue comes from mobile mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's more than half of the market share almost in a lot of genres so especially like for instance like candy crush is made by activision 
whole ton of their revenue just comes from there and only, which is crazy. Um, so if the Unreal Engine gets pulled uh, from the mobile market, that's going to cost a lot, a lot of money for Epic, like hundreds of millions of dollars. Not to mention every other game that uses the Unreal Engine. I don't expect it to happen because that's what you call monopoly. Mobile not games make up 60% of revenue. I'm not talking about the revenue. I'm saying it's not going to happen because it, they're not going to win a case where both Google, which is Android, right? Yeah. yeah. And Apple, which is not Android, then take control of the market in a way where they allow to do this. That's called monopoly. They're going to lose this case. And if they don't, they'll be broken up well after. If you know anything about the U.S. government, you know how this stuff works. That right. will be the last straw. But... Like, but if they say if they say it's a, because of security, that could be a whole big different thing because of how yeah. big that is right well, now. Well, the thing is, right now, the whole security argument is already under scrutiny because, like, the president and what's that group? Uh, uh, what's his name? Ted Cruz. They've been working for almost a year now with like uh, uh, Congress meetings and all that shit about uh, big tech monopoly and all that stuff like yeah. that. That stuff. They're already on their way out. Like it's coming. They're gonna get broken up whether you, whether they like it or not. They can't stop it because it's or the the wheels are in motion. So the the security thing is not going to float any kind of argument that they have because they're already under scrutiny about that. They hmm. they they're like they claim security, but they've already been busted selling all of your information. Google got busted selling information. So yeah, the I know is, Google if, did. If they're trying to be the security people, why are they selling my information to China and other companies? And other companies? Actually, I got an email from Google. Um, what was the name of like the Google's wannabe Facebook? What was that called? Google. Uh, Google Plus. Oh, Google the, Plus. the lawsuit that happened. Yeah, the the, I got that. Yeah, so, I saw yeah. yeah, I've been following this for a while, dude, because I follow like Steven Crowder a lot. And he's the one he's been covering this because he's part of like the argument. When they went in and started arguing their case towards like big tech censorship and all this stuff, they kept bringing him up because he was getting videos demonetized and removed for saying stuff like, like selling a shirt that says socialism's for figs. And they, they brought up that, that one specifically because he was demonetized at the same exact time because of that shirt that another TV host, uh, I think her name was Samantha B did a video where she called the president's daughter the C word on TV and they put it on Facebook. I mean, on Facebook, not Facebook, YouTube, which breaks all of the TOSs. If you yeah, know anything about time. Facebook, her video was not demonetized. It was pushed on the front page and brought all the way to the top and was promoted by big wigs at YouTube. At the same time, they were banning his videos because he wore a shirt that said socialism's for fix. So wow. that he, they're using him in the argument. So this is where I get all this information about what's going on. And I tell you now, YouTube, I mean, Google is already in a whole lot of trouble. And if they do that, this to Epic, they're just signing their own death warrant, dude, because that would be mm -hmm. a monopoly. And that would be the last straw. Well, no, a monopoly would if it was Google itself. But the fact that it's Apple and Google, yeah, it's not, it's not a monopoly. That, that would mean, yes, that would mean they're, that would mean that they're a business cooperation. That's a no, because they're not. They, they, Google but they and Apple, are, I, dude, They literally are. They're just doing it behind everyone's back. It's like Coke sitting down with Pepsi and going, how are we going to adjust the price of soda? You'll never see that. I can promise you that. 
yeah, yeah but, <laughs> the point is there's a there's laws against them um uh sitting down and working to keep the price Correct. certain balance that's basically what's going on here with the hey you're not allowed to do that we want our 30 percent. so they're both cutting them at the same time that yeah, can be considered, considered yeah, but you're talking about, yeah but you're talking about an argument that's almost impossible to prove you know way you're going to prove they're working together it's not hard to prove when they literally did it at the same damn time no they actually did it a date apart Exactly. One did it, and the other one did it right after. Well, it's 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 Epic. It's not Google or, or Apple. Epic went, hey, we don't want to do that. We're gonna yeah, have to charge this way. So no, the Epic, companies yeah, went, whoa. They're, they're the ones 30%. that immediately initiated a loss. Uh, initiated trying to shut them down from using from people using their software. They no, they, they shut them down because they wanted to make get get the purchases through their app and not through the Apple Store or the yeah, Google but Store. They shut down the use of their hard software. Didn't you just explain that they want that they're trying to make it so that you can't develop games on Epic and sell them on that store? Yeah, on, because on, they're on, not on, paying. Epic is trying to not have to pay the thirty percent revenue. That's where the breaking of the law comes in, dude. If I'm using an engine that is made by Epic. But I'm not associated with Epic. I'm just using their engine. And then I make a game to put on iTunes. And they tell me I can't sell it because I made it with Epic's engine. That's where the legal problem comes in. in the, the no, no. Of that, the law. Well, it all started no, that's with not, Fortnite, though, which is Epic's No, that's game. not the problem. So I think Grim's missing the point. All right. So the um, newest updates to Unreal Engine for mobile, who doesn't know, um, was converting. It's already starting to. It's converting it so the payments go straight through Epic and not through Google Play Store or through iOS. That's why they're going after the Unreal Engine, not because yeah, but they because... they don't they could go they can go after something in between. They could be like, oh, that has to be removed when they go to court. I'm saying if they go to court with no, it needs to, they just like if their the, their court process is no, they can't you they can't sell Epic. I mean, they can't run Epic games on our thing at all. And not they, like an in between that can be seen as a problem along the lines of monopoly law. I'm not sure what they would call what that law would be, but I oh. know that that would be an issue because they're telling everybody, even though you're not on Epic's bandwagon, you have to play ball with us. Like they're not part of it, but you still have to play ball with it. Well, the reason why they filed the restraint for it is because the judge already ruled against Epic once already during this case. So, yeah, well, I hate with the way the way the law is going nowadays file a few because people are getting charged with some shit they shouldn't be getting charged with <laughs> so it's already not looking good which is why they filed that restraining order so they could file like so they, they could hold on to unreal engine for the short time they have um so we'll see what well, happens yeah but also this literally just happened so that judge making that ruling so quickly is suspicious already because this if this literally just happened that means they brought the case to him and a day later he was like yeah they're fucked and well, no, it's been going on what two weeks now? I think two or three weeks. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah but you said it weeks. happened right away. You said like no, no, no. I'm saying the first ruling in the case was no. The first ruling came down a couple days ago, um, which oh, okay. is why, which okay. is why Epic. Impression that you meant it came down like immediately after they. No, 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 no. It wasn't that fast. No, that that's extremely suspicious. No, it came down Monday, which is the same day Epic uh, filed for the restraining order against the whole Unreal Engine thing. Yeah, so they can hold on to it for a short time, but it. Most likely, they ain't going to be able to hold on to it. No. But we'll see. Anyway, so let's get into this. So um, really quick, because you want to get into the Batman and to the Snyder Cut and all that fun stuff. Um, so Elon Musk says with the, the AI brain chip, which we talked about in Neuralink, um, and this article points out a lot of things I've already talked about with it, 
um, because it, it highlights the same thing I highlighted, the Joe Rogan podcast, where he revealed all the things in the plan for the five to 10 year plan for the Neuralink um, and what it's going to be capable of as far as letting at the peak of it, allowing people to pretty much telepathically communicate each other, like with each other within five to 10 years. Um, so their first tests are possibly going to happen Friday. Um, well, he shows he's supposed to demo it on Friday. Okay, yeah, so this is when Skynet starts. Gotcha. Yep. Um, so, so Friday, and uh, uh, basically points out that eventually this procedure is going to be as easy as getting LASIK surgery. I wish I could get LASIK. I got denied. Yeah, get back to me when it allows me to live forever. Um, I don't. I would not want to live forever. Sometimes, no. sometimes some of this stuff, like, like I don't Absolutely. like the idea of them adding things to your head. Like, uh, now you know math one hundred percent. I don't. That's just going to make everybody at the same level. So there's, gotta, well, there's no, no competition. Like I pointed out, like the, like he pointed out in his podcast, like when he's talking to Joe Rogan, that once a person gets this implanted and it's functioning at the, at the first, not the beta level or the alpha level, the first, like, you know what I mean? Version of it that's approved and ready for consumer use. That person is going to have, a thousand percent more productivity than the average person just because of the amount of stuff you'll be able to accomplish with this neural link in your head. Yeah, but that'll make everybody equal, like equal and like, stuff. Like you don't even have to go to school. Well, yeah, because you won't have to. Yeah, but, but think how much time that's, that's gonna that's gonna save. Yeah, you, but then you, there'll be no jobs at that level. And, and so, so those jobs you go to school for that are supposed to pay you a lot of money, everybody's gonna be at that level. So that's gonna be like fifteen dollars an hour. Well, no, people are going to go different things, obviously. Well, yeah, and there's going to be what I'm there's also going to be everybody's at the same of, level. Yeah, but there's also going to be a good portion of the population that's not going to opt to do it either. Well, yeah, but there'll be a lot of people that want to. Now, if it makes me do be able to jump higher or something like that, or use parts of my brain that I never used before, that's a little different. But like, I don't know. I just well, you use all your well. You use your whole brain. You do use your you use your whole brain. Tapering the point out. Already down with it. I'm down with it. And I would be, I'm hyped to see if they can make me live forever. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I that's wanna, different. I live, I, d- dude, no, I want all of it. I want to live in a computer and then live forever. Nope. So that I can I see, like, computer. the Star Trek future if it happens to exist. I want to be organic. <laughs> no, I want cyborg shit. Nope. Fuck keep, that. My, keep my orga- organic peenie and just everything <laughs> else. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. Um, cyborg John. The no. Griminator. <laughs> No, Cyborg it's John with the organic John. <laughs> like, like it would like basically the equivalent of is once you have this, like you'll be able to set up without even second guessing or any probably wrong equations anywhere. You'd be able to set up a ten year plan for a business model and start a company, and most likely be successful. Um, because you'd have all and the so past will knowledge. Everybody of else, success. yeah, that gets it. That gets it. Yes, and that's the but, problem. And then we can finally reach our altered carbon future. <laughs> and then I can be a happy man. No, carbon neutral. We got to plant trees. Oh, yeah. But people like, but Zinga, like you're always sound like it's funny because I always like listen to like some podcasts, bring up a lot of technology ones to listen to. They'll bring up like a lot of the old articles from like the 1900s and mid 1800s. And you sound so much like the guys yeah, because that are I'm like, just talking like it's organic. You keep going, oh, I just want to. Want my head taken out and put and put put into a hard drive, like in The Simpsons. That doesn't. That no, I don't want to put into a hard drive. I just want to live forever. Like Cyborg would make more sense. What Nate wants, 
Nate, bad news. You're fucking dead. <laughs> you don't exist. So I can you create a business plan so I can manufacture and sell high quality dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can well, do like, that. You it's are fun. gone. It's just it's just a, a hard drive with you in it. But that's not yeah. you. It's not Dude, you. I would buy the Nate well, hard drive. I'm not going to lie. That's a question. Yeah, but that's a philosophy. That's a philosophy. Like a question of philosophy. Like it really is. It's not like like there is no proof one way or the other. Uh, like, it is what's... pretty damn good proof when it's Plus, you have you an want... AI hard drive. That's not a human. Yeah, but you right. wouldn't know that. Like if no, like you if wouldn't. I, if they put you to you sleep, you would know that you're dead. <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't. No, because if they listen, if they put you to sleep, download you in to this hard this hard drive, and upload. then wake and then upload and then wake <laughs> you up, <laughs> then wake you up, your consciousness would just think that you went to sleep. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and it makes sense. I get where you're coming. But that's from, not you. That's the problem. That's me. not. No, it's not. Because Nate is passed out on the table. He's dead. His no, consciousness just, is thrown out, but yeah, it's but, not the same consciousness. But, but Zynga, with that statement, you're claiming you know what consciousness is. Because it's a fucking hard drive. That's what I'm saying. No, no. <laughs> they, like, actually, no. real... Old man science. yells at moon. No, it's called no. organic, yeah. okay? No, you're no, not, that, no, that's not real. organic. Neuroscientists I, and psychologists at this current time... They would time, have to transfer your do, brain can, into the body or something. No, okay, okay. so the, right now, in our current state, neuro, like neuroscientists and actual philosophers and psychologists do not know what consciousness is. They actually don't. Well, when consciousness you're dead, you're dead. is, is, uh, a relative discussion. Oh, so you like have so the people that, you know, you know, everybody has a third eye and, 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 and things like that. Probably. But like, you know, I, I could, I could see it now, you know, okay. Say in, in reality, we're implanted into a computer, right? Oh man, his temperature's going up. He must be thinking about porn again. I mean, oh, no. think about it. Like you, yeah, you would obviously. You're just taking fire. I don't know, man. That's like asking the same question: What came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, you know, are you really gonna know if you're a computer, or are you, you not? Won't. Are ah, man, that's like, a... basically think about this. I obviously, I'm, I'm not sure see, see, you're, I don't, you're, you don't understand what I'm saying because I'm, ta- I'm no. thinking about it as, okay. at a different level. So, do you know how you're operating right now? That's not what I'm getting at. No, but that's wait, what so I'm saying. Medical well, no, no, no. Okay. So the brain is a bunch of nothing but electrical impulses right. telling you what is happening. Mm-hmm. What does a circuit board do? It's a bunch of electrical impulses running through silicone. Okay, think, think of it this way, all right? You're dying of cancer. Yeah. Your body, is, you are dying of cancer. They they upload your you your memories into a hard drive. You die of cancer. You're dead. And then they go okay. and take those memories and put them in a robot. That is yeah. not you. No, it's still you. Uh, no, it's not it's, you. No, shush. Like I said, let me finish. You just no, finished. You said that is not you. That's the end. But it's not you. You died. <laughs> You're just taking so, your memories and putting them into something. Right. So, but And what goes on what Nate's saying is, yes, your physical form is gone. Your organic form is gone. You are now a... You're John just Tron. a robot with those memories. John Tron. You're, you're, yeah, hey, you're now a, you're just a robot. You're now John Tron. You're yeah. just a robot with those memories. Yeah, you you might think you're you, but you are a clone of you. Yeah, but that also goes in the same what Nate's saying. It, it's also a different version of what is called the conscious. But like, think, it, think of it as if there was a soul. If there is a soul, say there's a soul. Yeah, correct. You have no soul. Your soul gone. is gone. Yes. Yep. Yep. 
That's right. my eye. That's why I don't believe in any of that. Like I said, though, if they put you to sleep and then you wake up in the thing, your mind will think that it's just a transfer. But it's not your mind. It's a computer now. No, but it's the same thing. You though, your conscious. As far as they know right now, your conscious is a bunch of just electrical signals that are being fired off in your brain. That's Uh, what they know. Thinking of it as a religious thing in my head or something. I don't know. It it doesn't work for me. It's well, that's the way you think of. It's just a copy of of you. It's not actually you. It was never you. Yeah, but it's the same. But I'm saying for you mean. Like so, say this: like, you hey, don't die. They upload you onto a robot, and then you're both alive. Then what? Well, we haven't you done that yet. You could probably, you could. Who knows? You actually, you're, you're, it's that's probably the, not you. It's definitely not you because you, you're you. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, but you the, can't the problem is you're making the same time. The, but the only problem with your assumption thing is you're making an assumption it's, of what consciousness is. It's not an assumption. I'm thinking of it as if it's a if it's a file. It's no, I know, but what con- what is consciousness? I get it. I, I get what you're I both. Know, I know what you're saying, but it, it it's not possible. It's not you. No, it, I think where and I know where it's coming me, from because it is scary to think about. When you it, die, where you're coming from, your, where yourself you're coming, is not going to transfer. Only no, where files. you're coming from is a fear we have. A lot of us have. It's not it's a, a fear. fear of death. It's a no. It is no. A fear of it's death it, it, it's because, more of it's just not possible. You're dead. No, it's a fear. It's a lot, most humans, because we want to survive, it's a fear of death. Um, nope. And the reason, um, the reason why is because <laughs> it's scary to think that once you're dead, that's it. It's nothing. There's nothing else. That's why. And, and that's the thing. It's like that's another reason. You are like, not anything. You are dead. A I'm probably going to piss off elsewhere. a lot of people by saying this. Like I don't have a religion now. I know I am a living, breathing organism. I have blood, electrical impulses, and I know that's how I operate. Do yeah. I? Do I have a soul? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. Soulless but well, no, that's not the point. Like uh, empathy. I have empathy and, and, you know, feelings towards people and love for people and all the other good stuff. But like when you're dead, you're dead. You're, you're dead. I don't, I can't really, I don't really wholly believe in the afterlife. Like, Oh, whoa, my soul just went to heaven or hell or, 99 restaurant something like that like i don't wholly believe in that um i'm like okay cool so now i'm a fertilizer sweet no no you 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 you're in another body now well you could be if if all it is a bunch of electrical impulses then yeah you're gonna be able to be transferred to another body no dude i would be like a celeron processor (laughs) (laughs) now if they could transfer your brain or like your heart or whatever (laughs) That'd be yeah. a, your circulatory system. That'd be different. Right. But yeah, no, you're making the your circulatory yeah. system doesn't make up who you are and what you are. No, it doesn't. If they, can, if they can copy and transfer your brain, that's who you are. Right. Yeah. That's who you are. The electrical impulses that are going off in your brain, that's who you are. Not your actual no, matter. Not. No. It's, like, it's got it cheeseburger. You gotta have that cheeseburger. That's your brain telling you. You yeah, gotta I'm, have that. Well, guess what? You ain't gonna be able to eat those cheeseburgers. Well, you don't need to because you won't get hungry. I want to. Dude, I'll yeah, right. I mean, from my can. Yo, if, if, cheeseburger if I had a life without barbecue, I'd be like, please, could you just press the reset button on my bio? <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Virtual um, cheeseburgers, but, man. Like, but I'm just talking about like basic hardcore science. What we know, what we believe consciousness possibly is, and all it is is the electrical impulses that go on in your brain, not the actual matter. Yeah, well, I don't believe that at all. The whole thing about transferring. Files. I, I, to another I'd thing. try it. Like I do, like the seven day free trial. 
maybe <laughs> no you're dead sorry no dude, no dude throw me throw me right in give me a cyborg mix organic human body but make sure that body's from sony though guys if it's microsoft no, straight up, dude, straight up. <laughs> yeah. give me give me altered carbon give me that stack shit i want to oh, travel man. from planet to planet thousands of years from oh, now and see what the world looks like dude well, all that is, that's a bunch of, like, obviously, you've read the book. They explain that a lot. Well, in even book. in the stack stuff, when they wake up, they're like, I must have died. <laughs> no, yeah, but or they know body. who they are. Well, yeah, the they know who they are. when their bodies look different, it confuses people. But they are who they are. Yeah, but they don't remember what just happened. They don't know that they just got killed. as Well, their body just got killed. Well, yeah, because that memory does it process. Exactly. Well, no, they, they explain that in the book there. is that the when the memory is uploaded to the brain when the up when the memory is uploaded to the stack it erases right before you die so you don't experience a traumatic event when you wake up yeah but you're so. still you yeah you're still you and all it is usually is taking those electrical impulses and uploading it to the stack which is exactly what Neuralink is actually going to do. If you actually listen to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, that's exactly what it's going to do. And he wants to do that, basically, he pointed it from a psychological point of view. Wait, wait let um, me if, imitate Joe Rogan. Oh, really? Anyway, so <laughs> the idea is that say if you're in a carble car accident and it affects you psychologically and with a, like, you know what I mean? And you can't get on with your life, they can roll back your, like, roll back your data on your memory before the car accident and have you be a normal person again. Oh, I can see bad things happening from that. Because because they're gonna have dreams about it or something like that, and not know. No, because the, okay, so no, you can't. So again, Bazinga, you made an assumption about what consciousness is. Um, memories are proteins inside your brain. Congratulations, Nate. Nobody knows. Get on with it. <laughs> it's an unknown. <laughs> anyway, it's an unknown thing. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> I could talk about like consciousness for a while because I've obviously studied a bunch on it. Um, so let's okay. get into Zack Snyder's cut. And the Batman movie. Um, How about just the Zack Snyder cut? So, <laughs> real quick, the Batman movie. I personally think it's going to be awesome. And obviously, uh, Krim's going to point out otherwise why he doesn't like it. But I really liked it. seemed really dark, gritty. The actual fight scene, Batman actually looked pissed. <laughs> like, he looked like like he actually had, the guy had a personal vendetta against the guy who just tried to jump him. Like, it was like, holy yeah. crap. He looked pissed, but he looked like the, he looked like the little bitch down the street that gets mad before you slap him and tell him to go away. I don't know, man. I thought it looked really badass. He he looked so freaking weak, just so scrawny and shit, dude. Let's put him. He looked like if you got in the ring with Ben Affleck's Batman, Ben Affleck's Batman would just kick the shit well, out of him. Well, no, but like Grim, like I think that's the difference of how we see things. Like I don't see Buff as strong because you're delusional. No, no, I just don't. Freaking Bruce Lee was smaller yep, than dude. him. But Bruce Lee looked like he could kick your ass. He was fucking tone ripped to the core, dude. Who says he's not? Spot? Who says he's not? Are you kidding me? No, you've seen you know, all, all you, you know is freaking him as a as a as a as a vampire. Uh, no, actually, I know because he said he wasn't doing any physical training for the movie. He literally said it in an interview that he wants people to understand that you can be tough without having a ripped body. Well, he's, he he doesn't have to. He's, he's probably not even that that bad looking to begin with. No, he's probably he, not dude, right. I've seen, I've seen him in many a movie. He's scrawny as fuck. That's not like what's a the last movie he was in? Maybe, you know, oh, Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. And scrawny as fuck. And actually, before no. that, scrawny. Did you did you watch the Lighthouse? No. Yes, the Lighthouse was excellent. His acting is fine. The dude's gonna kill it on the acting front. 
I just yeah. think every time he gets into a fight, I'm going to laugh at him because he looks pathetically weak. Yeah, but see, like that's difference. I don't see that. Like, I don't see Buff as strong. At yeah, all. but dude, that that's literally a delusional take. That's like that's like when, and this is going to be offensive to some people, but that's like when big women are like, oh, skinny women are ugly because they don't Actually, have any curves. Um, there was a dude that uh, John used to work with um, down south. Very ripped dude, like a jack dude, but he used to have trouble lifting certain things because it he was, was show muscle. Yeah, and, and it's true. So I have a good friend who is he shows off his body. He is a muscle builder. That's what he does. But if you were to ask him to lift heavy things, he can't do it. Yeah, but you like we're talking about Batman though. Like right, you're taking right. it out of the context of the Batman. The Batman should look like he. I'm not saying he needs to be super big and ripped, but he should look like he can put up a fight. He doesn't look like he can put up a fight. Like, see that? Like, in my opinion, he does. Like he that's, looks like he can beat normal people like me and you. But it looks like if you put him in into a fight with like a, a UFC guy of the same size, the UFC guy would run right over him because his body's toned and built to fight. I don't know. When he was beating the ever-loving piss out of that one dude and said, I am vengeance, I'm like, whoa. Oh, yeah, but, all, yeah, but that, that's all that was... flash, dude. He walked up, and the guy took a swing. He blocked it, punched him once, and then all you saw was his flashy arm moving back and forth, hitting this body once. He he doesn't project strength out of him as a as a character well, well, or as a My person. point is, like, I, I respect that. That's what you feel, Grim. Right. Well, I'm saying just get what I weigh. I, didn't, I don't see when a big buff guy beats crap out of somebody i don't see that as tough or strong but when you know, i mean somebody that just portrays an attitude of strength that's what i say i don't care what their body looks like yeah but that's the difference portraying an attitude of strength doesn't make mean real strength and again they don't have to be buff they can be like most soldiers who are just toned you could tell basically you look at a soldier and go oh all right so he's done the working out to get his cardio up so he can breathe and all that stuff you look at robert, robert patterson and you go even if he could fight that guy, he'd be exhausted after fighting that one guy. He'd be winded and tired because he doesn't have the tone, which means he doesn't have the cardio building in his muscles to run, to do any of that stuff. That's where the problem comes in. He doesn't, he looks like he would just be winded if he ever got into a fight. Now, I wonder if, if Robert Pattinson did not do the Twilight movies, what would what your opinion would be then? If he went in, if he went in and said the same thing, like he said, I'm not working out to, for the movie, I'd be like, okay, you're going to come off as someone who doesn't have the lung capacity to do any of the stuff that you're going to need to do. Okay. Like, it's not just about being buff. It's like, again, with Bruce Lee, you look at Bruce Lee, you could tell that he had the, he was worked out enough where if you got into a fight with him, he could last more than 30 seconds. If you got in a fight with Robert Patterson, he'd probably be winded after 30 seconds. Well, look at Jackie Chan, too. I mean, yes, Jackie Chan, but he, again, you see him in the 80s, he takes his shirt off. That dude clearly did the cardio workout, the running workout, all the stuff you would need to get into a fight and not be winded within 30 seconds. Yeah, I think it's just That's but part so of the it, body build. It's just a matter of opinion. Like, I really don't see that. I'm not even tone. I look at, like, I mostly look at face expression, whether someone's yeah. badass or not. I don't even pay attention to their body. Exactly. Well, it's hard to, too, when he's in the bat suit. I mean, that's yeah. really hard to. So you're looking at the illusion when you say that. Because, well, yeah, dude, I can give you a tough look. It doesn't mean that I can go a minute and a half with you in a fight. 
Yeah, but no, but that's not the point, though. The point, yeah, when you're talking about film, though, it's how they come across on film. He's and the I, Batman. Most, he has to come across in all ways. That's yeah, why but, Ben Affleck was such a good Batman because why, his, he was me, toned. But for me, as a viewer, I mostly pay attention to people's facial expression. I don't care what their body looks like. So that's going to tell a lot more for me whether they're going to be a good, I mean, or not. See, it's a terrible argument you're making. I'm, I'm literally looking up Robert Pattinson exercising in 2020. He's jacked in he, a lot of these pictures. He literally said he's not putting any effort into, into he's not putting He's not putting any effort, but he's still working out. He literally said he wasn't. I'm going to take no, a look at those pictures. No, no. He's not putting effort to bulk up. He's just continuing his normal diet and routine. Yeah. Um, so He's real got quick, abs we... and muscles. So real say. quick, so we have a whole lot of time. So we got the first trailer for the Snyder Cut, and I'm sure all of you think the same thing. Holy crap, look like a whole new movie. Yeah. Um, and, the, and then he also came out on social media and said it's going to be over four hours long. It seems super sinister too. Like it has such a dark and almost dangerous like <laughs> approach to it. Um, and it's yeah, and like they're getting actors to come back to refilm scenes. Wow, which is that, crazy. That movie is my that movie is my hope. That movie is the hope that it will be very good. They'll give Ben Affleck back his Batman he wanted to do because it sounded amazing and he was a he was an excellent Batman and we don't have to worry about. Patterson being Batman forever because we'll have an actual Batman. Um, like he was excellent Batman, period. I've never seen it. I wouldn't well, know. Dude, he, had, well, he had the body tone and his, and his build. He looked like he could F you up. And you wow. got yeah, but that's like your opinion. Like, I don't care for Ben Affleck, guys. Like, like I, love, any, I, I thought he any was acting, one of the best Batman. But in any acting position, because I don't care for Ben Affleck, I just, mm -hmm. no matter what he acts, in, just like his attitude, I don't care for. Like yeah. his his acting style, it's good for most things, but I don't care for it. Um, I don't know, dude. <laughs> you can just say whatever you want, but one of us actually reads Batman comics, and he embodied what the Batman character far more than the emo version does, because the emo version doesn't even get Batman. Batman well, well they also Batman. had to think about that too. The entire time. That's not well, how wait, yeah. that thing's so the other thing I pointed out. So I pointed out to Bazinga, I said, if you look at Batman from the 19, like what the first Batman comic came out in the 60s. If you look at it from the Batman from the 60s into the 80s, it's a completely different Batman. Batman changes throughout the generation. Same thing with all superheroes. Even oh, their look, never, they're... he's never been emo Batman. No, he's but been, like he's been angry he, Batman. He's yeah, but Batman. that's like that's one of those weird things like calling him emo batman now personally that's one of my favorite genres of music first and foremost and um secondly like that's a really really hard like especially with that short of a trailer um i mean well i guess if my parents were killed too i'd be pretty upset mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yeah but i think most people would be yeah but uh, the point point, the, his character was upset but he dealt with it and became strong. I see stronger. where you're, yeah, I see where you're coming from. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, making your opinions less noticeable or less uh, impactful, but it's just like, I don't know. I, I've never seen the Ben Affleck one. So I can, I'm going to start off by saying that I've never seen him. I've never, I had last Batman movie I watched was 
I don't even remember the what writing it was. is terrible in them, but that's not his fault. They were the not Dark listening. Knight, maybe. I don't know. He went training in China or Japan or something. I don't remember. But that was the last that one I watched. Begins, I think. Yeah, it begins. Okay. That, yeah, that was the last one I watched. And um, but I, I just was intrigued with this trailer because I'm like, okay, cool. So I had the same set viewpoint. I was like, Robert Pattinson, awesome. He was a sparkly vampire. What mm-hmm. is he going to do to Batman now? <laughs> I watched the trailer. I'm like, well, I was wrong. Um, I was thoroughly impressed. I'm probably, you know, most definitely going to go see that movie. Even Steve yeah. and Christina said something about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it looked, impre- yeah. And Steve, um, Steve, that, oh, I that, thought you said I thought you said Cena. I was like, and, oh, oh, uh-huh. so, <laughs> and on the topic of Zack Snyder, because obviously he's producing the Justice League movie that we're all going. Hopefully, it's going to be amazing. Um, he even was impressed with the trailer. Mm-hmm. He came out and said he was impressed with the Batman trailer. He loves the direction of the movie. So, anybody yeah. want a cat that likes hugs? I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah, I'm saying that a lot of a lot of my hatred towards this movie is because one, I think I don't think Patterson's a good Batman for sure, but I also am like you assholes literally canceled Batman. everything <laughs> he, uh, Ben Affleck wanted to do so that you could do this movie instead, like. You they DC has completely screwed up their entire thing. Oh yeah, everything. Yeah, because and he's gonna be in the uh, the, Ben Affleck's gonna be in the uh, the Flash movie because they thought it was too dark. They were people said stuff's too dark, so we're not gonna do what he wants to do. And then you do this version, which looks dark. Yeah, it looks really dark. It sounds to me like you just thought you could get him like Patterson cheaper, and you realize let's dump what we're doing because this would be less expensive for us to do. And, and Joker was Joker was terrible for a Joker movie. It was good for a mental disability movie. Yeah, but it wasn't again. It was it was someone who doesn't understand the Joker, just like I don't think the person doing this understands Batman. Mm-hmm. But it might be an excellent movie, but it won't be an excellent Batman movie because these people doing them don't know understand Batman. If they did, they would be he be he wouldn't be emo like. He's more uh, he's angry. But it's not that kind of anger. Well, the funny thing is, they, I do understand when, like, when he's like, uh, all like really upset when his eyes are got all that stuff on him because you know that's how Batman is. Like, they never show that in the in the movies, and they finally do in this movie. Well, Batman actually does actually do that. He does that in the comics. Yeah, yeah. but like, he looks like an emo. Yeah, because that's what they, you know, they used to put all that mascara and eyeshadow on and shit. Well, he does that so you can't see his eyes. No, I know that. Around. I know, I know. But it makes him look like he's an emo with his long emo hair and, yeah. <laughs> and stuff. So I was like, oh, well, he's he's not wrong with that that image. Cat melted. Yeah, but that the emo image came after. Like, yeah, everybody always forgets the gothic era from the eighties. Like that's where it came from. It didn't come from emo. Emo. Emo was after Gothic era. Yeah, but Gothic, <laughs> Gothic era. Gothic, 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 Gothic were. Oh, I'm gonna cut myself. And I, yeah, well, but that's. I, but they look. The, yeah, but the thing is, though, they look the same, but they don't act the same. Exactly. Well, yeah. No, I mean you're associating one with the and other they, when the but other. But they didn't part their their hair to the right. They just had long, long hair. Um. So that's the bigger difference. Uh, <laughs> I, I just think, like I said, it might be an excellent movie, but it's it's just it's clearly someone who doesn't understand what people want from batman but then again dc hasn't understood at all because they screwed up basically after man of steel they screwed everything up 
and I'm gonna I don't care. Man of Steel was excellent. Stop Man of Steel was really Man of Steel was really good actually. Little bitch, okay. Man of Steel was excellent, and then after that, they heard all this crap about shits being too dark, this and that, and they everything got derailed, and destroyed. After what that. about Batman v Superman? Would have been good if it was. Do you if you follow this stuff, you know that the director hired the wrong people, hired the wrong writer, liked Jesse Eisenberg, which is why he hired him as Lex Luthor. Like mm. Ben Affleck has talked about how the moment he got on set to start doing Batman v Superman, it went to shit because they, they hired someone who didn't understand Batman and they were making a terrible movie. Well, I, like, I, there were things I, good about it, but all right, well, we gotta wrap this podcast up. It's really got a time here, <laughs> but we'll talk about more of this. I'm sure in the future, as we are going to get a, probably a full trailer pretty soon for the Batman movie within the next couple months or so. Um, and we'll be talking about that and breaking that down. And of course, I'm sure we're going to see a lot bigger trailer for the Snyder Cut um, as we inch closer to the release date of the Snyder Cut as well. Um, both these movies are going to be huge. And um, one thing I'd like to know, everybody know, so movie theaters have just started reopening. If you guys want to reach out to us on social media and let us know what you think, whether you're going to go or not go, we'd love to cover that on the podcast. But this is the end of the Talking Gaming and Tech podcast. We thank you for joining us. Remember, like I said, iTunes is the driver of podcasts. If you're on iTunes, give us a rating. Let other people know you've listened to this podcast. Share it out to other people. And we thank you. And remember, check out youtube.com slash get tech. And we'll have a new video up as soon as possible. But until next week. And for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, get tech.